with Halloween, this being tis the season, the mm-hmm. Halloween season, mm-hmm. what is your favorite costume of memory? I know you and Perry are like the Seal and Heidi of our friend group. <laughs> okay, we did it. We did. Okay, we did twice. We had some pretty good costumes. Uh huh. Um, and these were probably our favorites that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one year I dressed up as the legendary, the iconic, the immortal prince. Yes. Um, which I'm very proud of. I'm happy it was to, an amazing costume. I'm happy to post a picture on Twitter. Please <laughs> do. On. It was an amazing costume. Because uh, that was a lot of fun. And that same year, um, Perry dressed up as... Shia LaBeouf yes. whenever he was going through that phase where like he didn't want to be like photographed he didn't want to be famous mm-hmm. and he wore a brown paper bag over his head to like a, an event once yeah black to like to like a red carpet yeah exactly so we put a, a paper bag over his head and wrote uh, I'm not famous on it and like cut eye holes out of it because that's what it said yeah. on the, um, so that was a lot of fun but I think probably our, our most memorable costume was maybe the year after that um, mm-hmm. when the two of us were Coach Boone and Coach Yost from Remember the Titans. Yeah, that was really great, too. Yeah, that was really, really fantastic. Homemade. Um, <laughs> surprisingly, there aren't a lot of Coach Boone and Coach Yost uh, pre-made costumes. There aren't a lot of T.C. Williams City. maroon yeah. polos. <laughs> right, right, right. So I had to I had to construct that uh, on my own. You're but crafty. Yeah, yeah, it was it, it was fun. That went over well, and I made us like little clipboards with like I you know fake plays. How the fuck do I know about football? But um, anyway, that was that, 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 yeah, those were great. I think you you were you were Shia LaBeouf and Prince the year you went to our house that Halloween party at our rental house we had before you bought our current house. Beth and I did. Oh right, yeah. That was when um, that same year I was a a Dionysian satyr as someone that. who loves Dionysus and loves Greek theater I was a satyr with the horns and the, mm-hmm. the thyrsus which is a stick with a pine cone on it which is basically it's a phallic symbol basically uh-huh. it represents a penis mm-hmm. so I was that and, and that was fun pants. I had yes I had furry goat legs yeah. I, 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 I bought on the costume website like hairy goat legs and like little hooves <laughs> um, which I've been thinking about repurposing to be the hormone monster from Big Mouth yes please um, but I haven't done that this year uh uh-huh. Uh, and, and that was the year that Blythe was Ruth Vader Ginsburg. Correct. She was Ruth Vader Ginsburg with a lightsaber. Correct. Uh, and that was a really fun pun, good pun work there. That was great. That was a cute house you guys had. I forgot yeah, about that Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a nice little setup there for a little bit. Yeah. It was a small, cute little house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's still standing. You know, that entire neighborhood is in, in the great. mysterious city that we live in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which no one has yet to guess. What the fuck, okay. listeners? What's I love you guys. Love you. But, like, come on. <laughs> Like, I feel like is it because I think it's, it's on so, purpose. No, I think because it's so daunting that they can't figure oh, no, it out. I think because it's so obvious, they're like, we're not going to play into these stupid imbeciles' hands. <laughs> I think that's exactly right. Um, they, they have no idea where we could be. <laughs> no, they could be anywhere. But they could be in Grafton, West Virginia, on the shore hey. of a lake. <laughs> yeah, so, so recently, though, for Halloween, it's just been like the laziest thing. I was Tommy Wiseau from The Room last year. I had a football, uh, and I, I already had the wig. Yeah. And this yeah. year, I was Chucky from um, Rugrats, only because I was at a yeah. Walmart, and I saw the giant head nice. of Chucky. So I like, right. I can buy that. And then I had a little t-shirt that was his. So that was pretty. Yeah. My, my go-to recently has been like laziest possible costume. Well, our plan this year for Halloween was, and we, did, we just didn't have an occasion to wear it, mm-hmm. um, was... 
another mixed race couple <laughs> from uh, this is gonna be your cattle i want to super cut now <laughs> i know we were gonna be jerry Maguire and rod tidwell from oh, the film jerry Maguire. now nice. that would have been very easy for perry because jerry just wears like when he hits rock bottom he's just wearing like a white crew neck and a black blazer and like black like wayfarers yes um and his hair sort of like tousled um easy but in order for me to be rod tidwell i would have to find like a rod tidwell like cardinals jersey or at least like a red jersey that had his number on it and or like a gold chain um because i am not bald and i'm not uh, a man You're not. I, I, correct i i just want to clarify there's a lot of rumors out there yeah they are um i'm not bald yeah people so, have been saying they haven't seen you and cooper gooding jr in the same room together correct correct um common mistake we both have won oscars though i do want to say yes that. that is true um so anyway that was like an idea we just haven't <laughs> you're, a hell of a, you're a hell of a cinematographer <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Birdman. I mean, that was amazing. Wasn't yeah. it? Oh, thank Great job. you. Great job. Like, thank all you so really looked much. like one take. It was brilliant. You know what? And it was. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of one take movies, have you. I, I was recently, I was kind of. No, of course not. I fucking can't remember the name of it. Um, there, there was a movie that came out a few years ago. It was a German high story. Yes, Victoria. Did you see it? I did. I saw it at the Belt. Fantastic. Saw it at the movie, at the movie theater <laughs> locally. But I guess we should say the name of the movie theater to make the joke better. At the Belcourt. <laughs> at the Belcourt. So, which could be in any city. Anywhere. Um, uh, and like, it made Blythe really man. sick to her stomach. Oh, really? So it's a high... For those listeners who haven't seen it, see it. It's great. So it, good. It is like... It's a German movie that's partially in English, partially in German. Yeah. And it's basically... It's all... It, Unlike Birdman or The Revenant, it actually is all one take. And it is literally like an hour single and a half, cam, hour and 45 minutes real long. Real time. Entirely a single take. And it it's takes amazing. place through the entirety of Berlin. Like they, yeah. like the characters travel throughout Berlin because it's a heist and so they're always like running around and doing and traveling here. And running from the cops. Running like, from the cops. Thinking and, about like the rehearsal process because yeah. everything had to be timed perfectly because yes. it's all one take. I know. I couldn't get over that. That blew my mind. It yeah. was so... I, I'm surprised that was not a more popular film because that really blew blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, it was really well done. Um, I'm gonna blow your mind though. Uh oh. I have never seen Jerry Maguire. <gasps> listen, okay, <laughs> listen. I, I I am not one to like judge people for what they have and have not seen. Like, but but <laughs> <laughs> that movie is like so integral to like my whole personality, like my it. whole being. I get it. It's yeah. like a puzzle piece of me is yeah. just the entirety of the yeah. film Jerry Maguire. I have no reason to have not seen it. Correct. It's, I it's be, on TV maybe every yeah. other week. Yeah. It's one of those movies that you're like, I know I would like this. Yeah. There's no reason I haven't seen it. I just haven't seen it yet. You know what I mean? It's just like, I never had, like, I don't think my parents were into it, so I was never, like, was yeah. sat down, like, you gotta watch Jerry Maguire. Yeah. And, like, my friends, like, there was never, like, a person in, like, that time of your life when someone, like, introduces you to something. Yeah. That that was never one of the things that I was, like, exposed to. Sure. So then it just became a thing. I knew Show Me the Money. I knew of it. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, I've never seen it. And I just, I've never gotten around, <laughs> never gotten around to, to giving it a whirl. Got so to. we're gonna for those keeping score. We've talked about movies that Melina hasn't seen. Was it The Sting I mentioned, yeah. and Casablanca, uh-huh. and Out Cold, Alana Bloom. I mean, right. <laughs> so now Jerry okay, Maguire right. on my list. Okay, and those movies are like okay. Besides okay. Casablanca, and The Sting is one best picture, one of the best movies ever. What? Yeah, yeah. Robert Redford, Paul Newman. 
It's uh, like it won Best Picture in the 70s. Yeah. Oh, it's an amazing really? movie. All so right, that's two mind. out of three. I was going to say, mine is a critically acclaimed Oscar winning film. <laughs> so, two of the three that I've mentioned. Two of the three. Yeah, yeah, and fair. one is Trash. Escape. A, a snowboarding movie with Zach Galifianakis yeah. in 2001. It's great. Yeah, great, great for the time, great for what it you know, was. It's great. Yes, great for exactly for what it was. Um, mm. um, well, everybody, speaking of great for what it is, <laughs> here, we, here we are. Speaking of segues, um, welcome back to the, the Ethical, Ethical Butchers. Butchers. That was nice. That was nice. I think we're really working on it. I always like look down at my notes as I'm saying it, and I look up at you, and I'm like, what are we going to do? Are we going to make eye contact? Are we going to do this thing in unison? <laughs> yes, I have to look at you because we, it's like, I, or the, otherwise, you're going to be like one speed, and I'm going to be the other. The ethical butch- the ethical I think that would be fun. That would be like the Hogwarts song. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nerds out there. <laughs> Are you a Harry Potter nerd? Um, oh, wow. Okay. So, 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 like average. Like the average okay. human who grew up around that time. Got it. So you just know of Harry Potter. I've You're seen not all the like, movies. I've read all the books. You don't have your Pottermore account. You no. You don't have Okay. okay. No. So that's me. I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd. Okay. Puff, pride, represent, no shame. Yeah, um, My patronus is a heron. Um, so it's in, I can't remember which fucking, I think it's the fourth mo- book. And it's oh, funny. Double, double, no, no, that no. That's I'm the. To think of what's being sung that's in the Macbeth. Um, no, but they sing that Ma- yes. song in Harry Potter in, in the, the movie. movie. Not in the so gotcha. in the extended version, which has recently been the ones that Sci-Fi and USA have been showing. The extended version, mm. like weirdly deleted scenes. Um, there's the Hogwarts song, which I, I can't remember which book it's in in the books, but it's Hogwarts, 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 teach us something, please. Um. Whether ye be older, bald, or young, with scabby knees, our heads could do with filling with some interesting stuff. And then there's another little verse that I can't remember. Um, so I know that tune I was singing because that's the tune that the audiobooks sing it in. So uh. um, Dumbledore always says, in choose your own tune. So everyone in the Great Hall is singing it at whatever tune they feel like. Oh, that's that's, funny. I, that's why I thought of that, because we okay. do that a bunch of different things. So, like, no, some people okay. would sing really quickly. The Weasley twins would sing it like this, like, long dirge. So, like, they were, like, <laughs> three minutes later than everyone right, else and course. still singing Naturally. it. Naturally. So, like, I just love that idea of, like, here's yeah. the lyrics. Pick, it do it you whatever wish. you want to do it. Whatever feels right. Okay. All right. I get the reference now. Thank Filed you. Away. There you go. We're on the same page. Mm-hmm. So, episode nine, mm. season one still, obviously, Trout Normand, which I think I pronounced it right, for those of you Frenchies mm. who are listening, please <laughs> send me some hate mail saying how terrible uh, I did. From Normandy. Oh, so from this, Normandy, yeah. Yes. So, what Trout Normand is, it's a small drink of Calvados, and Calvados is a Norman, a brandy from Normandy. Okay. So, basically what this is, is taken between courses, sometimes paired with a sorbet, mm. um, meant to kind of reawaken your appetite which i am more food i am yes that that i'm obsessed with things like this like old world like nine thousand course super gluttonous right right. feeding traditions that like oh i'm so fucking full let me like take a shot of this wine to then open myself up to then shove more food in my face it's like an old-timey boot and rally yeah like I old, feel, yeah. Like old yeah. time, you like throw up so I can keep drinking. Yeah, it. like I love like weird little like spirits that are meant to do stuff that they totally don't do. Like no. you ever had like Underburger, that like weird paper wrapped drink that apparently you're supposed to have after you drank a lot of booze or like ate a lot no. of food. No, we go to a bars like a lot of bars will have them now. That's like a trendy. 
It's like a German thing. Okay. So it's this little bitty like bottle wrapped in paper. I think it's called Underberger or something like that. It's some weird like herbal spirit. Yeah. And what it's meant to do is it goes after a hearty meal or like after you've been boozing. Yeah. To, you just take a belt of it, the whole thing, and it's meant to like settle your stomach basically. Hmm. I've done it once and it was like... Did it, it was just like... I, I don't know. <laughs> It's like, the, that's like an ultimate placebo. placebo. Effect, You're like, wow, yeah, let me take this very thing. Very cool. It's $5, thanks very, like, whatever. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I love those weird little things that, like, back before, like, Pepto-Bismol, yeah. you had to find some kind of herbal way of doing it. Yeah, some snake oil or something. But quick note, if you can't tell, listeners, we yeah. are right next to a hospital. <laughs> so yeah, you this hear is every, bad tonight. every I, ambulance and every, like, helicopter, like, life yeah, light. I hope through. it doesn't play on the mic. Microwave, Jesus. Micro. <laughs> but does it play on the microphone? But it probably does. What if you had a microwave f- that also played you podcast? That would be an amazing device. Be Tech amazing. Bros, get on. Get it. on it. <laughs> As I ride my lime and with with my podcast microwave. Um, yeah, this wow. is bad with the, with, with the helicopters and the ambulances. Yeah. We've recorded in this exact same space for every episode, but episode one. Just and a bad night, I guess. Tough, tough night in the city that we live in. Ooh, it's a rough city, too. <laughs> tough street. Them tough streets. <laughs> the streets are hot tonight. And them streets. Okay, so let's just dive into this episode. Oh, um, yes. Oh, 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 no, sorry. Before we do, duh, yeah. we have to do some housekeeping, shit eating, and who would yeah. handle eating. I'm, I, I apologize. Yes. Um, Get I guess on the track. only yes. I'm, so while you're looking up, uh, we have I, th- I, th- I think one letter we got via email. This yes. was about two episodes ago. I apologize. We got your email very very yeah. shortly after we recorded um, yeah, from like the next day So or apologies. Um, I'm going to eat shit about one thing. Um, this is why I love people pointing things out that I said. So when I talked about the Blazin Challenge from Buffalo Wild Wings during our Eat the Cruise segment in episode 8, I talked about how when I was in high school, I went with one of my friends and participated in said challenge, mm-hmm. and then I won a free t-shirt. Well, my friend Alex was listening. Um, I hope he's listening right now. What up, bro? Hey, Alex. And, hey, man. I don't and know you, he but said, thanks for listening. And he said, dude, stay woke. You got the opportunity to buy a t-shirt. Right. So Jack did not get the shirt for free. Oh, God, no. This man, this, I, this young man at the time. Yes, I was a young man. I was 17. money mm-hmm. uh, for mm-hmm. this wing challenge yes, t-shirt. Yes, yes. I ate, I bought 12 Blazin' Wings, ate them in, it was under six minutes, which was like child's play for a 12 wings. Oh, yeah. 12 I ate them in like uh, 358 or something, something like that. I think it was like oh. around the four minute mark. It was really like, I was yeah. like, no problem. And then they're like, okay, now you can ex- buy the exclusive <laughs> Blazing Challenge shirt. It's like a white t shirt, like screen. So <laughs> shitty. And of course I bought it, like 10 of bucks. Course. And I was like, well, what, what am I not going to get this for no, the bragging rights? You need it. So, yes. So, I wasn't for free, I, I bought it. Um, so I want to want to want to own up to myself there. I, so I appreciate Alex for holding me accountable for that. It wasn't like I got it for free. I spent money on that. Okay, so uh, I ate shit for that. Yeah, we had. And that was all you needed to eat shit for, just yes, the t-shirt. Yes, yes, just, <laughs> just one this <laughs> once, time. Yeah, this week, just one. Um, we had our good friend Anne email us um, notes about sorbet. I believe it was. Um, so, thank you so much for that. I don't know if there's anything that you um, wanted to mention. Let me take a look at some of that. Um, no. I think you mentioned didn't you didn't you mention that the I mentioned, wine that Will yeah. brings? Like, yeah, I mentioned the wine. Yeah, I saw that reappears. theory on there. I saw yeah. that theory on there, which I'm excited to get to. 
Um, um, yeah, some great notes. I appreciate yeah, your thank input. Thank you so you know. much. This is all super. I, I love the connection to the Sons of the Lambs. Like this, you always come through, and you're our yeah. girl. Yeah, and I agree that the bullet. Bedelia, Jesus. Bedelia is my queen also. We love her so much. Queen, 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 queen. She is missed in this episode. She's fantastic. Um, But yeah, other than that, our Twitter was pretty um, chill. I know someone asked, or they were trying to recall what sort of car Will drove, and you were able to Volvo. Yeah, Well, I appreciate I think it was Bay Area Fanables who, who was like... They mentioned on this most recent ethical butchers. I was like, yeah. "Thank you for just nudging yeah. someone to our podcast." Yeah, thanks for atting us. So maybe they'll not like answering come. the question, saying, "Here's a resource. Yeah. Find it out for yourself." I love that. Uh, That's amazing. You're great. Okay. So yeah, yeah. That was and just, all we have. It's a quiet week. And the Sassy Science Club T-shirt on Redbubble. Yes. There's so much good shit on that website. Yes. My favorite is I really want to get this. Is the clock for your wall? That's the insane <laughs> clock that Will draws. I like that. I'm, you need that for your office. I know. I can you imagine those kids looking up like that would wait, be amazing, and the you would just gaslight office. them, and be like, "What do you? What? What do you mean? This is a normal clock." Are you stressed right now? Is, right. Are you telling <laughs> me you can't read this clock? Wow, wow. you got into this institution. <laughs> this institution. Uh, okay. All That's, right. But um, I, I who think it's would really is time. Hannibal eat? Oh yeah, we gotta eat somebody. And oh my god, this fucking oh, week. This week, y'all. This, this like, oh my god. Like, okay, is also, we're this is gonna go up later. Today is October thirtieth. Yes, just for so, reference. So, oh, this podcast is gonna be airing on election day. So like. <sighs> Um, everyone, I hope you have your, like, look, I hope that this podcast provides a little solace in what will hopefully be a good day, but, you know, who the fuck am I kidding when, when I'm saying that I'm hopeful about, uh, the right. national results in this fucking country. But I also hope that you either vote. have voted at this point or vote. that you do vote by the time you listen to this. And tell your neighbors, tell your friends, tell your relatives, tell That's your right. coworkers, encourage them to vote. Lyft Please. is doing a promotion where they'll like take you to the polls um, for like for free or for cheap or something there like that. There are resources out there to look at your ballot, go to your cities, yeah. go to your look cities. Look at it beforehand. Yeah, look at your ballot. Most places I know in our state mail you the ballot to yes. you. Look it up, research things, look down the ballot. Like, Senate, Governor, Congressperson, person, these are all super, 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 super important. Yeah. But, like, so is the local shit. So is City yeah. Council. So like is amendments. amendments. Like, our city has several charter amendments, but one of them is very, very important. Super important. Um, so, like, look at that stuff, too. Like, it doesn't take long to get educated. Yeah. Talk to people you trust. Um, just yeah. please, please, please get out there and vote. Um, okay. So, yeah, it's know, been a nightmare of a week. So, uh, who, who, who would Hannibal, again, this is not, we're not advocating someone's death by by cannibalism. We're just saying yeah. Hannibal would, would would have this person in their Rolodex. Yeah, so I feel like it's have, important to say. So far we have Cush, and who is the first person that we said Hannibal was going to eat? Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh and Jared Kushner are so far on the Rolodex. I think this week, and this is a person who I almost cannot lay eyes upon anymore, Um I think Hannibal this week would choose Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh, that's a great one. I almost can't even... No. I have to change the channel when I see her, like, image appear on the screen. I'm just full of fury Mm -hmm. at the things she has to say. And this week she's blaming the god-awful attacks at the synagogue in Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. on the media. Yeah. Yeah. She's getting mad that, like, the bomber dude and, uh, like... You know, what, what, what the fuck did she say? Like, no one got mad at Bernie Sanders when Steve Scalise got shot? Like, this this nonsense, false yeah, equivalency. Because uh, it's like, it's so fucking stupid. Um, 
oh my god, the, like the victim complex she has about the media treating her unfairly is so insane. Right. I, I can't imagine working in that briefing room. You no. Imagine how soul crushing it must be to be a correspondent it right now. It has to be. I know. I can't imagine. I, like, I have I a good know. friend who works for who's a, works in the mainstream media. Um, <laughs> and she is a producer and hi Sam and I can't like she's like it's fucking awful like all the shit because like when oh, you yeah. work that way you can't also tweet or post you can't sure. vent like we as private citizens we can just like oh, sure. go on a screed and just get vent vent some shit or sure. have a podcast where you can right. just because vent our, some our shit. Uh, opinions are our own well we should probably also say that yes. I guess yeah, yeah I mean, our opinions we represent the Ethical Butchers podcast, that's which right. is the two of us. <laughs> right. And right. I guess John Larson and Sean Hills by extension. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't think they would really argue with us so far. I don't, I don't know much so. about John's politics, but I figure Sean would be on board. I think Sean, yes, that's that's fair. Okay. Um, okay, so you got Sarah Huckabee Sanders. We got a nice woman to the list. There we go. We need some gender equality. Yeah, we need some gender, we need some gender equality, equality <laughs> in this death list. Okay, so I'm going to have to do this now because of Election Day and because of the dog shit that's happening. But um, I think Hannibal's going to go all the way to the top in his in his Rolodex. He's going to put the current 46 minus 1, as Pete Souza says. As Pete Souza says, that's funny. 46 minus yeah. 1 on the list of President of the United States. Because, I mean, like, I, I, part of me feels weird saying, like, oh, he would fucking murder the President of the United States because I'm not advocating for it. Secret Service. No, you, not at say, all. FBI. We're just saying this guy is a shitbag. Yeah, um, and we're allowed to say that. The United States, <laughs> especially with this nonsense of trying to just like wit- wash away the Fourteenth Amendment, like. But, but yeah, oh, oh my God, oh hilarious! My God. You an executive order to say mm-hmm. that if you were born children here. born of immigrants born here in the United States can no longer have U.S. citizenship. That isn't the Fourteenth Amendment. It's nonsense. It's absolute it's nonsense. Explicit. And like he, I don't know what he thinks. I think his brain is a bunch of mush. Um, but I know. I don't think any of the people who are architects of this or advocating this actually, in good faith, no. think it's ever going to happen. No. This is red meat. This is the, this is ginning it's up just, the base. Yeah, exactly. And it's distraction stuff because what this does and what the transgender not horribleness does is it forces people in battleground states like ours yeah. to have to make a statement on it. Yes. And either uh. they make a statement prevaricating and pissing off their base on our right. side, or they come out hard against it and and just give some great soundbite for the conservatives. Oh, so exactly. like it's so fucking predictable and it it's just is. frustrating. It's sick. It's <laughs> it is so frustrating because everyone's like, no, of course, like anyone who knows anything about the law or about the Supreme Court, or the Constitution knows this is Nonsense. highly improbable. Like, right? Exactly. Could never happen. But right, it's just because we're getting so darn close to the midterms, and we need mm-hmm. just something else to toss out yeah, into the media and to distract you to quote from West the actual Wing, If issues. you do it, it becomes a big story. He's the president of the United States. Yeah. He says it; it's automatically news. Absolutely. So he says, "I'm thinking about." He didn't say anything. He said, oh yeah. I'm considering doing a thing. Yeah, I heard someone said that I could do it with congressional action, someone but said, I but I think I can do it with an executive mm-hmm. order. Right? Nonsense. Just just baloney. Absolute nonsense. Okay. Wow. I, so thanks for sticking with us, guys. Thank I hope I, I hope this podcast is is some way of hope in this nonsense <laughs> horribleness of this fucking world right now. I know. We hope you guys are enjoyable. Hannibal's a wonderful show. We love it so much. We do. We I love know. you guys for listening. And um, hopefully this Who Would You Eat is cathartic. Yeah, or like, I don't know. I always think like maybe people, this isn't like people's cup of tea to like, you're coming to listen to this funny Hannibal podcast and like maybe you're not here to listen to our politics. Sorry. But... 
I don't, hey, you know what, I'm sorry, but that's like. That's the world, I Yeah, think. I mean, like, there's too much horrible stuff going on. Like, no, we're not exactly. parsing. Like, I mean, whatever. I mean, if you're offended by what we're saying, sorry. I would also love <laughs> to hear who you think Hannibal would eat. 100%. Like, hit us up on let's Twitter. Let's get a Rolodex going, guys. <laughs> and then let's get on the news. And then let's get no, arrested. No, no, no. These are not actual humans we wish harm upon. Again, so, but yeah, if Wait, you guys agree. These aren't actual humans? Ooh. Now it makes so much sense. Lizard people. That makes so much sense. Has your barber talked to you about his, like, lizard people? You know what? We had a whole thing this week about the LGBTQ population and oh, his no. um, his not very nuanced views on that. And so I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Um, That's fair. Because I, I had to not get really upset. That's and fair. I, I called him out on his shit. Uh, and that was that. good. Listen, people, that's what we got to do these days. <laughs> if you got a friend or a family member who's talking some nonsense, we're getting, dialogue. we're getting close to the Thanksgiving season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I might be walking into an interesting family situation soon. Wow. I'm trying to okay. get prepared. I'm so fucking blessed that my in-laws and my parents, all, all my family, are yeah. like all in alignment politically. Oh, good. It yeah, makes most me, of my, it's most, so, it makes me vast so. vast majority of mine are. My sister is not that case with her in-laws' parents. Oh, and man. it's like, I'm like, oh, my that's God. tough. I can't fathom it. Okay, let's dive into through no more. Let's take a shot yeah. of that bandy. Let's do it. We open on the lake in Grafton, West Virginia. I was like, lake? Question mark? Because I guess because it was so like cloudy and hazy and whatever and snowy that it looked like this gigantic lake. It looked like they were on like, and they the said shores it was a lake? of. Well. You're in West Virginia. Oh, what else West is Virginia. It okay, be? sorry. I thought I, I thought you said Virginia. Oh no, no it was okay. Grafton, West so like Virginia. The ocean. And so I was like, "Where the fuck are they?" And then we looked it up, and it, there is this lake, so and so lake. Of course, oh. I should have looked it up. Yeah. Uh, lake State Park. I looked it up, but it's this state park in Grafton, West Virginia. It's a lake there, and they have beaches. Wow. Yeah, they are very landlocked. You're right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I, but like because it was so f- hazy and snowy, you couldn't see the other side of the lake. So um, I was like, it looked like it was like Lake Huron or Lake Superior. Oh, like sure. they're up in the Great Lakes. And I was like, excuse me? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> right. that was a little bit I had there for a second. And then I looked at the map like, okay, fine. They didn't just choose a random place and like shoot it no. on the shores of Lake Erie. <laughs> no, I wouldn't I wouldn't think of them to do something like that. That'd be silly. Um, I So, yeah, right. They, and there's like this giant human totem pole is yep. what they've happened upon mm-hmm. on this beach literally a like 20 foot high pole with mm-hmm. dead human bodies on it just it's in case you have not watched the episode or something but it is bananas. yeah this is the totem pole episode yeah As we yeah. fired it up last night Blythe was like is this the totem pole episode uh-huh. oh correct yeah. <laughs> um and there's a bunch of and jack's there and will's there and there's a bunch of techs um yeah. also doing a bunch doing of techs talk. like yeah the sassy science crew were there and talking about it but there's a bunch of random fbi i mean there's like yeah there's like a crime scene there's cops and, there yeah, exactly. you know yeah um, I love Will's sigh. He like it like was it cut to the totem pole, then it cuts to him, and he turns to it, and he's like, <sighs> right. he's like, oh fuck, this fucking thing. He has a lot of interesting sigh because he does a very similar sigh like later on. Um, but I was thinking, so there's like obviously a moment they're looking at the at this totem pole, and Jack has brought Will along, obviously, to do his thing. And he realizes, all right, Will wants to do his little Sherlock thing now. And so Jack goes, all right, everybody, clear out, clear out of the scene. Can you imagine being one of those, like, FBI techs? You've probably worked your whole goddamn mm-hmm. life to get into this field, to work for the FBI and, like, do crime scene investigation. And you're at this super weird, like, interesting scene. And Crazy. Blah, blah, blah. Crazy. And Jack goes, all right, get out of here so Will can use his little mind tricks and, and stare at this pole. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, like, walking off and being like, 
I guess I'll take ten. Like, yeah, fuck right? me. All right. And, like, how far do they have to go? Because it seems pretty quickly that, like, the beach was deserted. Wait. Except for Jack. And I wrote that. Jack watching. Oh, I feel really? like normally he's, like, actually alone. Yeah. But this time, I think the camera, I think probably intentionally, it must have been, with, he's doing his Sherlock thing, and then Jack is in the background, like, arms crossed, oh. watching Will. Huh. They kind of indicate. I mean, there's a lot of Jack like fuckery and stuff in this episode that I'm like, I feel like that's like Jack's like, okay, like he's kind of watching him. Is he babysitting him? It was just a very interesting moment of yeah. of of him having to do it. But let Jack's like clear the scene. Except I'm still gonna be except here. Except I'm gonna mm-hmm, just make sure this goes uh, as mm-hmm. I planned. And like, yeah, and and shit goes awry. And apparently Jack like doesn't notice. Yeah. Um, I just, I love the whole thing. Like, this is his resume. And I was really shook by when he stabbed the dude who was, like, lying there. Mm. No hesitation. Yeah. He mentions it later. Like, it's not about um, the method. He mentions it later. It's not the method of killing them doesn't matter. Right. But the point is that, like, he's killing them. Right. So I just, I found it so interesting that, like, I feel like in a lot of things, like the person's tied up, whatever, you're struggling at the knife, there's a moment of like either savoring it or like looking the person in the eye, and there's none of that. Well, it goes to the top, takes the knife, done. Right. Stabs. Right. Because it's like, you're like, I'm not even like gonna. You just have to die at this point. Like, sorry, I have a knife. Goodbye. Yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah. Um, That was wild. Um, (laughs) uh, I'll talk about this later on, but but I was thinking. Another engineering feat. I always have like engineering questions. Like, oh yeah, how did how? And then when we see the dude, and then when we see the man, right? I thought that doesn't answer any of my questions. None, none. And like, maybe he's one of those guys. Like, you know, those like, you know, just 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 strong he's just man, a like set of guys in his seventies, and he's just like Jack, just like fit and taut and gristly, and like I don't know. I like I get when Will was like tying them together, but then how did you raise it? How right? Did right. you tie it like like your truck? Like did a, you use a pulley system or something? Maybe. Ugh. I don't know. Like that's what I'm wondering. And how do you get to stand up? Did you kind of did you like dig a hole for it? Like like a post hole? I don't Listen, know. Engineering was. I have a lot of questions about how this was done. Um, so and then it cuts to Will in Hannibal's office. Yeah, surprise. How how did you get there? Hello. Uh oh. And Will is freaking out. Yeah. He lost time. He's like, what, what, what? And it's not like he lost time and just sort of like ended up on his roof like he did that one time. He got yeah. in a car. And drove a long way. Drove long from time. central West Virginia to Baltimore. That's a long Hours. Time. Yeah. Um, on the interstate, like on the highway, like So hours. that's a step up. That's a, where, it, it's escalating, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, and, and he's like, well, it got you here. Um... I love this scene with Hannibal. Like, there's so many interesting Hannibal moves here. Yeah. One is, I'm your friend, Will. Like, oh, I you love can... that. Yes, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, right, because he said, I'm your friend. I don't care about the lives you save. I care about your life. So sweet. Uh, <laughs> there's so many sweet Hannibal so Will sweet. moments in this episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> this one is like, like, rum. Like, there's so many amazing Will Hannibal, yeah. like, two dads moments. Literally two dads moments in this episode. Yeah, yeah, quite literally. Literally. Um, and very interesting, though, you know, this is with Hannibal knowing what's up and trying to run interference. Will's like, I think I should get a brain scan. Mm. And Hannibal's like, no. No, yeah. No, 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 no. Don't go looking for answers in the places where they're not there. Don't do not do that. Let's really go back to the, the crime scene. Man, I mean, yeah. 
and, and this it frustrates me because he knows he's sick. Of course he knows he's it's, sick. I know it's just heartbreaking. It's just manipulative and frustrating. Correct. Those are correct statements. I know, right? <laughs> Just expressing myself here. Yes, yes, I feel no, yeah. I feel open, like I can speak. Um, I loved this moment where Hannibal asked him something like, um, "You know, where where did you come or what was going on with the scene, with the crime scene or whatever?" Mm-hmm. And Will goes, "It was a totem pole of bodies." And Hannibal sort of takes a pause, like, "It's not what I was expecting you yeah. to say, but okay." Like literally, <laughs> literally, like, literally a to- totem pole. A totem. Oh, okay, okay. Got I was it. expecting you to say just like, "Oh, there was a couple dead bodies." Oh, a totem. Yeah. Great. It was a fuck ton of bodies all piled up on top of each other. Um, yeah, expertly engineered. Yeah, another move that Hannibal does here, like, there's so many, like, for one, I'm your friend, Will, so I'm ingratiating myself to you, right? Then I'm going to guide you away from getting a brain scan, even though I know that's what you should do. Right. But know that, like, I'm going to point you in another direction. And then he's starting to plant seeds of of Will's doubt about what he's capable of, right? So he goes, mm. I don't want you to wake up one day and see a totem pole of your own making. Right, mm. so you could read that, and I think Will reads that as I'm concerned about you. Yeah, you're unstable. I don't want you to wake up one day and and just you know figuratively see some total you're making yeah. and like not know what you've done. But also plant the idea of you could be capable of things that you don't realize you're doing. Yep, yep. You drove here several hours and realized it. What else have you done? Yeah, right. Yeah, yep. that's exactly right. And that continues. I mean, that escalates as the season goes on with Will's. Losing grasp as to who he is Mm -hmm. and, right, what he is capable of doing because he doesn't know who he is anymore. Exactly. I'm thinking about how terrifying that must be. If you know there's hours of your day that you don't, you can't account for. You could do anything. You could have done anything. Yeah. And then when you're already setting up and everyone's telling you you're unstable and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, who's to say you didn't do something? Yeah. And when you see yourself doing something so terrible. Exactly. And you lose grasp as to whether that was just your imagination, your Sherlock Holmes thing, mm-hmm. or did you really just gut someone with a knife? Like, yeah. it, is that? Oh, okay. It, that, I can imagine, is uh, is a, a wild That yeah, would fuck you up. Feeling. And he's fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like that. He's just really getting fucked up this episode, um, from different, different ways, and like really trying to find his footing in different ways. I feel like that was the kiss with Alana last episode, and now it's going towards Abigail, who's back, back. She's yeah, in the group Abby's with the back, girls, back, back again. again. Yes, Abby's back. back. <laughs> Tell a friend, Abby's back, and still in the psych ward. I, I, I said, what health insurance does she have that has allowed her to remain in the psych ward? For months. The federal government slipping the bill, man. Oh, my she, God. Again, whose custody is she under? She is Correct. 18, question mark. She's of college age. She's about to yeah. go to college. Yeah. Right? Her parents are dead. Yeah. Right? So this is the questions I had back in the earlier episodes, right? Why is she in Baltimore? Why right. is she not in a psych facility in Minnesota? Oh, okay. Right. okay. Because Jack wants to keep an eye on her. I'll buy that. Sure. Where's so the rest under of her family? who's, like, you know, who's committed her... Like it's it's like I have a lot of questions about what's keeping her there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's in, in this group therapy session and, and she's talking to all of the girls who um, G Garrett Jacob Hobbs murked. And this is when you actually know because she's saying it that she helped him kill them. Otherwise, he would kill her. That was a creepy scene. Whenever mm. they the camera pans around it's and fucked it's up, just, it was great. And they're all like. So he wouldn't have killed me. 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 And then it cuts to Nicholas Boyle. So you wouldn't have killed me. 
And then she wakes up with that crazy ass like hair from the ring. <laughs> I wrote this down later, but Anna, the, the actress who plays Abigail Hobbs does some hardcore face acting. Like, yeah. She is like a face actress extraordinaire. She is. Right. Whenever, especially whenever she's gutting, whoever she's gutting at the moment, there's a lot of like gasping and just like shivering. So many gasping and so much pursing of the lips and the eyes. The eyes. She has a lot of little movements. I hate it. <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say it. I hate it. Yeah. I, I can't decide how I feel about her performance. I can't tell if I hate her as an actor or I just don't like her character. Like, I don't like... Maybe I don't like Abigail Hobbs. Yeah, I, I fully buy that. I don't trust that. her. I fully buy that. Um, yeah, I've never... It's funny. Listen, watching it again, I'm like, I should... Should I care more about you, Abigail Hobbs? Like, there was right. never a moment for me when, like, endeared her to me, when I care about no. her. There was never a moment when I'm like, oh, I... I, I like the relationship between her and Will and her and Hannibal. I, I don't know. Like, I'm... No. It's an interesting... We've talked about this before where, you know, with, with the ostensible... Ostensibly the main character, our protagonist, Will, has very little agency, is losing grasp of what's going on. Yeah. It's a really interesting show. So then I guess Hannibal is therefore the, the main character, the kind of anti-hero-esque yeah. person. Right. It's just a weird... As a viewer, I love this show and I enjoy it, but yeah. it's a funny experience because... You like you have this moment where you're like, who am I supposed to root who for? Who am I rooting for? Yeah. Am I rooting for you, Will? Am I feel bad? Like he's like a tragic figure. Yes. There's, right. There's a lot of like Greek tragedy to this. Yeah. But it, it's just interesting. It's, it, I, I keep kind of grappling with no. like this, you know, whose window, whose eyes are we looking through this the show through? I guess Hannibal's. Yes. So are we supposed to then root for him? Which I find myself doing sometimes. Okay, I guess I'm on your side. Okay. Well, I will. I will buy the experience of this is the murderer, this is the monster, yet he he's the hero because this is just the fucked up world you live in. Right. And so I will, like, suspend my morals and just go along with well, it for episodes. Well, and it's interesting because I think up until, up until probably I'd say this episode, yeah, um, we were trusting Will to... To tell us the story, I I actually think that we were seeing the show up to this point through through Will's eyes. Okay, and now that he is becoming an unreliable narrator, yes, I think we're now being forced to see things through Hannibal's eyes more so, or at mm -hmm. least he's just more trustworthy. At least he's not losing whole fucking no, chunks of no, his. No, he's day. lucid. He's completely lucid. He knows exactly what he's doing. Right, um, and so it's. You feel bad for Will, but you can't trust him to tell you the story, and so you're almost being forced to side with Hannibal here in a way, just because it's yeah he's it, telling yeah. you a full sentence at least. And at least he's making choices. He has objectives. Yeah. He has moves he's making, yeah. and I guess Will's trying to, but his move's more reactionary based on things that are happening to him. Yeah. As opposed to yeah, I we've am, talked about that uh, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah we talked about that before. Yeah. Not to cut you off or anything, but but no, I, I it, this keeps reoccurring. I mean, yeah, for sure. Speaking of like motives, uh, Ab Abigail is just still everything she says. I can't trust her because we established a few episodes ago whenever she was talking. I think when she was talking to Freddie Lowndes mm -hmm. that she is. And when she was like, I'm going to sell my parents' house and, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, there's nothing mm -hmm. there for me anymore. She shows up again talking to Freddie Lowndes, talking about, I sold my parents' house, I made some money. And Freddie goes, you ain't gonna make none of fuck you, you don't have any money. And then she goes, okay, well, how much money could I get if you wrote a story about me? I, I don't trust her as, like, someone who is, and she's clearly lying about her um, not having anything to do with her father's crimes because she's admitted it to herself and she finally admits it at the end of the episode. But... 
I'm like, who are you playing, and to what end? Is it is it money? Like, is uh, I think she's a survivor. She's a survivor. She's like, okay, I'm. I, I the only responsibility I have is to survive. Yeah. And it, whether that is to link my time I went against my wagon to Hannibal, yeah. whether that is to look for that as security. Yeah. You know, sure. and especially because of what happened to Nicholas Boyle and Hannibal's like, listen, we both know. You know, she's like, I gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah. To, to survive. And the narrative is against me, so I have to write this. You know, she's just yeah. she's a survivor. She's yeah. trying to to that. get out from from this shit and just move forward with her life in some way. I buy it. Um, and I don't think she has a plan more than just surviving because all mm. this shit's happening. And she's like, I, I can't look to 10 years down the road. I have to just figure this shit out right now. Yeah. And make it through. Yeah. Um, I feel that. Yeah. And then it cuts to Will... This this scene is really like, fuck you, Jack Crawford. And Jack's up, uh-huh, 100%. First he like, hits you with the dad joke. What's the dad joke? Well, when Will walks in and he's like, oh, sorry about yesterday. And Jack's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, I just haven't been feeling like myself lately. And Jack goes, well, not feeling like yourself is sort of part of the job, isn't yeah, yeah, it? And yeah, he yeah, sort yeah. of like chuckles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great like, little yeah, moment. Got yeah. me there. But by but the I'm way, sh- I'm my head is fucked up. You know what I mean? He's like, hilarious. Yeah. And he's um, like, also, oh, I'm, I'm glad okay. it didn't show. And I love, like, this is like such, like, parent parent stuff that Jack does. He goes, is there a problem, Will? And the way he asks it is so much like, you're supposed to say everything's fine. Correct. I expect you to say everything's fine. Right. And that's what I want you to say. And right. I'm asking you the question, but like... But like, is there is a there problem? problem? Like, hmm. Yeah. Right. It's one of those things where you're like, are we going to be able to go out tonight? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> you know, like, the, the, those kind of questions. And yeah, like, yeah. like, I recognize that so much. Exactly. Um, you know... <laughs> Like, I recognize that so much. I was like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Like, really, I have said it multiple times to Blythe over this episode. I was like, Jack is an asshole. He is. And, like, like any kind of, like, sympathy I gained for him during the Bella episodes, I'm, like, quickly losing again. Because you see how much he's just, like, blindly using Will. And it's like, okay, either he is naive and doesn't get it. Right. And I, I and I said that to, well, I was, I was, okay, in his defense, he thinks that Will is just, like, having a thing and, like, right. he's actually fine. Yeah. He doesn't know about Will's sickness. He doesn't know any of this. So in his mind, he's naive, I guess. And so he's like, you're fine. Shake it off. Right, right. This it's is like, part of the job. Get over it. Okay, fine. Like, I guess I could defend that, I guess. I guess. But, like, really, though, it's like either you're that or you're just a pe- – like, you don't care. I Right. I And I feel like it's more of the – because as we hear later on, Jack's the only thing Jack cares about is his own opinion. You know what I mean? He's very oh. selective about what he's actually willing to listen mm-hmm. to and comprehend. And so right after he says, do we have a problem? He says something like, if there's a problem, you need to tell me. And I'm thinking, have not maybe two to three people told you that there is a problem Including up to this Will. point? Including Will. In the Will? fucking barn scene, he was like, I right. can't do this anymore. Right, right. And Hannibal's like, you, Hannibal's like, sorry. <laughs> uh, Jack's like, you can do it. Right. Like, and then he guilt trips him. He goes, yeah. next person's murdered. How you gonna feel? Yeah. You know? He pulls right. that shit. That's why I'm like, wait, what do you mean if you, you have to tell me? We've already told you. Mm-hmm. You chose to say, well, anyway, that's the job and move on. So you don't really care in this moment, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's so much. So, like, and then, people, people talk, speaking of Willem's Unstable, you know, we have the scene. I'm gonna cut past the the. Freddie and Abby yeah. for a second, and the CSI, although the CSI lab is Trigger City for Will. He's just like, yeah, being that's, triggered. Talking about. that's another big sigh. Holy yeah. shit. Like, 
every time he's in the lab, he's just like eyes closed against the wall, like Josh Lyman in that one scene, like one scene of West Wing, like. I was supposed to lean yeah. against the wall. It yeah. relaxes me. Is it working? No. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, he, he's teaching this whole scene, and then Al, oh, Alana's like, oh, I'm sorry, are you rehearsing? Uh-oh. Wait, that was such... I mean, that scene really got me, because I... I mean, for all we knew, he was talking to a class, and I was yeah, like, I, listen, I was listening to him explain the yeah. talk about the victims, and oh, interesting, yeah, the motive and mm-hmm. the da da, yeah. And then Lana walks in, and it's an empty class, and then he has to sell it. He has to be like, yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. I'm just being moody and uh, rehearsing. Yeah, uh-huh. don't worry about it. Mm. Right. I, I, I wrote after she said, regrettingly, I regretted leaving your house. I wrote, come on, just blast each other. <laughs> Blast. I mean, you know, just get it going, guys. I was like, I don't, they're like, just you know, blammo, we'd right. regret it, we regret it. And I was like, I don't care. I'm right. already on record. Like, right. I, like, let's, come on, let's guys. Fook. Let's just get it going. Because, like, you both want this. Right. Like, it's already fucking weird. Just, to, to, just, like, get to the end point and then let's see He's how like, weird this um, afterward. You've seen season two of Big Mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, uh, you remember when she goes, that uh, trash bag, like, blonde girl? She goes, you blammoed on my floor, yeah. and then you blammoed out the door. That's Lola? So- <laughs> Lola. Like a dump truck. Like a dump truck. Oh, my God. I love Big Mouth so much. But, I mean, yeah. Alana essentially blammoed on his floor and blammoed out the door. Yeah. And, like, she's sending so many different signals right now. And Will calls her out on it. He goes, well, talk about the are extended you trying metaphor. to confuse me? Right. I was like, I'm confused by what the fuck we're talking about, about crossing state lines and all of that. I was like, this yeah. extended metaphor has gotten my brain all jumbled up. I can't imagine and being well. He has fucking some brain disease and he's like, I don't know what She's you're like, she's on the line between wanting to take her own advice and wanting to not do right. and, and get to town with him. And so, um, and he's like, are you trying to confuse me? Yes. yes. And she's, I mean, I guess she's like, no, I'm just trying to be honest. Like, I don't know what I feel and it's confusing me. So now I'm going to be honest to you. But, and confuse you, I, I guess. But she says... What does she call him? Unstable. Unstable. And he is like, <laughs> like he is shooketh. Yeah. That's, that someone he cares about, I guess, would say that straight to his face as a reason she didn't want to be with him. Not the first person to call him unstable. No, but no. wowie. I know, An right? An unstable genius. And then <sighs> they, ugh, it's so tough. So, do, do and I guess the, we discussed the Friday Nabby scene already. Um, yeah, yeah, we just about the book much. book deals. Yeah, um, and then it comes to the psych hospital greenhouse. I, I I wrote question mark. Yeah, I remember they were walking uh, like a couple episodes ago. Her and Hannibal. That was outside of the garden. In the scene with Hannibal and Jack. In oh, this she's scene, in her they're room. like she's in her room. Is that her? Okay, is that her room? Her room has like a indoor greenhouse like yes. plant area. I had that same thought like, as well. Yes, the conservatory from Clue. That's Correct. what it looks like. Correct. It looks like the conservatory. Well, when you're there long the enough, pla- when you're there long enough, plants just start growing inside of your room. I think. So I guess she's so. Just been in that fucking psych ward for so long that it's yeah become her new greenhouse Speaking home. Speaking of games, did she's you like see the- what was on the table that Abigail was sitting at? No. Scrabble. Hmm. There was a Scrabble board there. Okay. Will and and, and Hanny were like hanging out, standing there. Um, Papa Will. I don't know if they were playing Scrabble with her. I was going to say, I would love to have seen a scene with Will and Hannibal playing Scrabble with Abigail Hobbs. I want that scene. Um, yes. 
forever. I don't know who would who would win. I would or I would love if she was just playing like I, I'm like a troubled girl Scrabble. She's just like writing like death and like yeah, fuck murder. and like murder. <laughs> <laughs> like by herself. And they're like, this this isn't how you play Scrabble. You're just playing together. And Alana's like, together. okay, so what do those things mean? Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the okay, anyway, you're staying in this psych word for a little bit longer. Um Should we jump into segments now? Yeah. As we're about to like get in, dive in, we're I about, feel like yeah, to get back to some real plot like shit some real stuff um yeah let's let's dive into the segment so we're gonna do etc now do you want to we're gonna do yeah i'll talk about it so this is um etc eat the crude i i um tweeted out earlier that if you guys like come across anything that you see that sounds like weird and gross um that sounds similar to what we do here on eat the crude um please send them uh our way so as um halloween is approaching we have a couple candies to try mm-hmm. out so f- and literally two we're doing a twofer thankfully they're not any uh pina colada garbage oh. that was so disgusting well, uh, i forgot to tell you so that that bag of pina colada hershey's yeah we had like literally two to three sitting here and then i said i was going to leave them out for people in my office oh. so i put them out into like our little shared space where we everyone just like leaves food uh-huh and by like 10 there were i could tell there were like a few gone what but then by like 1 p.m the entire bag had disappeared what are you talking about so either someone loved them so much that they took the whole bag that is fucked or up. they threw them in the trash can that's hopefully what they did that's hopefully what they did they looked out for their fellow co-workers right. and said these need to go in the right. garbage i cannot stand by while these are sitting out so so bad this week we have um maple candy corn i feel like i'm gonna like these i think you will as well um, I hate maple flavored anything, so I have I'm, a feeling I will not I'm like this. I'm very excited to see your face when you eat this. And then we have, and this is part of Hershey's sort of like the same USA. thing as the kiss. That this was the same yeah, thing. Yeah, the, the same. Thing. That was a taste of Hawaii. Right. The pina colada Hershey's was the, like taste of Hawaii, and this is Hershey's like taste of America, whatever. So it's like candies from all around the. I still want to try those key lime pie Twizzlers. Fuck yeah! I have not been able to find them, but this is Hershey's. Flavor of New York. Uh huh. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> flavor of New York cherry cheesecake mm-hmm. candy, and it says artificially flavored candy with uh-huh. crispy cookies. And you know what? I also like fine. Okay. New York cheesecake is, I guess, yeah, a thing. I think it is. I'm a New Yorker. Cheesecake is fine. Here's the thing about cheesecake. Here's my cheesecake take. Give me that hot cheesecake take. Two, I two bites. Done. That's all I need. I feel that. You give me a cheesecake slice, I'm so sick of it by three bites in. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's good. I feel that. It's very good. I remember the first time I had cheesecake. I was like, so wow, good. what is this? This is a thing that exists? Because mm. I grew up in New York City, but I have southern parents. So cheesecake was never a thing that like grew up around a house. But like I would have it, and I liked it. My sister really liked it. But like, I, and I love desserts. But like a whole cheesecake slice is so heavy. It can be, right? It's like rare that you find the nice, like perfect, like light, fluffy cheesecake. That you feel like you can shove in again. Rare. I maybe Very had rare. one in my life that I felt like I ate the whole slice and it was like I feel good about myself. But even though like just the taste and the texture, after a while, there's nothing else mm. going on. Like, Do you like I, fruit on your like the cherry cheesecake, for instance? Fine. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm like, sure. Why not? Yeah. Um, I've never <laughs> been to the Cheesecake Factory. I feel like there's some Eat the Crude like goodies oh, lying there. brother, you betcha. There's some, I feel like there's some genuine articles there. We gotta do our theme song real quick. No, we just do it regular, regular speed. Okay, great. I, I was like, let's get it over with because I feel <laughs> awkward about it. No, let's do it regular speed. That would be great. <laughs> okay, ready? Eat the Crude. 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 
Wow. Delicious. Hated so it. I have oh, we should a have done maple, it <laughs> really speedy. A maple candy corn in my hand. Me too. I'm smelling it. It smells Ooh. like maple as it hell. It does smell it's super maple. maple sugar stuff. And I love maple sugar. It's made like, with real honey. Do you like regular candy corn? I do actually. I do too. I had a t- I had a at a Halloween party on Saturday yeah. and I enjoyed it. It's a divisive candy. It is. And my take is that it's fine. I know someone in my, who I work with is like, I love candy corn. And I was like, I'm not going to say that. I love it, yeah. But I am not like, fuck candy corn. I'm not like, yeah. uh, uh, no. Okay. You ready? Uh, all right. Oi. 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 Oh, my God. I was really hoping, okay. Okay. I don't the know what to make of this. The initial hit is not even maple. It's like. No. It's like d- chemical. Chemical. And then it's maple. I'm going to have another. Great. And then it sits on the tongue as maple. Yeah. It's like a maple yeah. candy corn. Here's the thing. The aftertaste is, Here's is the thing. sweet maple. This, this, this isn't maple syrup. I love maple syrup. This tastes like mm. like the breakfast syrup you get oh, at yeah. like Waffle House or yeah. whatever. That's not maple syrup. Correct. It's like, it's like that other stuff, breakfast yeah. syrup. Yeah. This is what it tastes like. I'd agree with that. Um, wow. Yeah. Hmm. The initial hit flavor isn't maple, and that kind of sits in your tongue for a while. No. No. I'm under, I'm really, I was hoping I would love this. And I, that's not, I, that's I didn't. not god awful. I would just prefer regular candy corn. Yeah. If I'm gonna eat something with this consistency and like do all that whole thing, I might as well just be the, eating the regular. The taste is really gross. It's, it's just like sitting on my, my tongue in a weird way. I already finished my water. I drink <laughs> oh, so much no. water during the day. Um, yeah. Like that's the thing with these these things. Like I could have th- a few of these. This is a whole bag of it. I can't yeah. imagine. I mean, it's not like a. It's um. I mean, literally, how many ounces is it? It's not like a jump, like a regular jumbo bag. No, it's like one of those like bags you get of like peanuts at the gas station. Yeah, exactly. Like that kind of like really tall, thin bag, like three ounces. Yeah, it's not bad. Oh wow! I know they've got so. Okay, We're gonna need a picture. I gotta say, well, you can take a picture of this or like post a picture uh, 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 of the Hershey's. But um, I'll explain it for cake. our um, our audio audio oh, files. Yes. <laughs> um, so we, I opened up the Hershey. Um, the Hershey bar and it's looks like you know white chocolate bar with like little candy pieces that are like light pink. It looks like it has hives. Ooh, oh mama mia. You're you welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, no. It looks like it looks like someone is sick. Like that's okay. what I thought. It looks like a bunch of like zits. It's okay. It's you know the 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 um cookies and cream yeah. Hershey's? Yeah. Which I love. love. It's that, except it's pink yes. dots instead, yeah, instead of, of the, the chocolate, chocolate dots. Oreo-y dots. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to get a picture of it. Pick and then we can shove it with, in. With the, oh, yeah, with the And then hives. we can shove it in. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, the taste of New York. How dare you? Yeah, I know. This is pretty how good. How dare you? All right, let's break this in half. There you go. I'm gonna, I'm how, does it, how does it sniff? Oh, it smells horrible. horrible. Oh, my God. It smells so bad. Right. Oh my god! I'm so just screaming to the microphone. I'm sorry. It smells so bad. It smells like neither oh my cheesecake god, smell- nor cherry. It smells like Play-Doh. Oh, it really does. It smells, it smells, like- smells exactly like Play-Doh. But like with like an artificial cherry on top of it. Which like don't get me it's like wrong. Like if you took like, a cherry chapstick and rubbed it on a piece of Play-Doh. Like, Play-Doh is not my least favorite smell in the no. world. But if I'm about to, if I'm thinking oh this god, is chocolate smells- and I'm about to put this in my mouth. Oh no. <laughs> wow. It smells exactly like Play-Doh. It That's smells so weird. bad. This is so gross. 
we have to we have to just, okay. just make it should happen. We, should we film our for the Twitter? Should we film ourselves eating this shit? Because yeah. this is gonna have a reaction. Here, because this shit phone. is gross. See, you have a nicer phone than me. You got portrait mode and all that shit. We don't need this shit in we portrait mode. Why not? Okay, I make sure that my really ID know. that I'm still wearing from work is backwards. I'll just I'll just video you. Okay. All and right. I'll just be in, in audio doing it. Oh, okay. All right, you ready? Go. Oh my god, this smells so awful. I hope you're recording right now for the listeners. Oh Do my it. god. Okay, here we go. So hold on. Hives. Like look at that shit. That's this has got roseola. It's got a nice crunch. I have a crunchiness. <laughs> I'm getting nothing. I'm getting ooh. Uh-oh. Oh, oh! it's like a cherry cordial, which I hate. Oh, I like cherry cordial. Well, you might like this, then. It's really bad. It's It's got no... There's no cheesecake. It, it's, it's nonsense. It's like a cherry... Useless. I, I guess there's like a cream cheese aftertaste on this. I eat more. Oh, my God. The hit you get is so bad. Mm. All right. I need to shove oh this in my mouth, and I haven't done recording you. Uh-huh. Enjoy. Oh, Melina's thoughtful right now. She is, has her hands to her mm. mouth like Kendall Jenner. Wow. She is thoughtful. <laughs> Kendall Jenner. You know that kind of like hold your hands in front of your mouth? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, she's doing that. Very thoughtful. And now she's grimacing. Oh, it's, She's grimacing oh. like Sam the Eagle. Like her face looks like she has that oh, kind of... Oh, my fr- God. <laughs> she's in tears right now. Melina is... I can barely choke this down. <laughs> so... Guys, I'm so happy right now because this... Is what Eat the Crude should be about. Us. Is, Where's my water? It is, is like the most artificial thing I've ever put in my mouth. It's really bad. Everyone go out and buy this. Hershey's Holy hell. the flavor of New York. And you know what? Give me one of those maple candy corns to really wash this though. Down. Holy oh, hell. Now, I ate three of those little rectangles. You only had one. I know. I only had one. How could you do that? Because I wanted some more notes. I wanted to see what the depth of... To see what, it's really disgusting. Melina looking at me shocked I and like teary I think that's like the only thing they serve in hell. Melina just gave me the look that like a kid would give when their parents said, we're not going to Toys R Us after all. Like, right. Or like, gave me a look like... Or like pops you them mean? across the face and you look at them like, how could shocked. you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my. my God. Wow. Wow, I'm like legitimately shocked about how horrible that was. I was expecting it to be just like normal. Like, yeah, oh, I like, think. Well, here's the thing. It's the attempt at cheesecake. And the cherry. Here's the thing. Artificial cherry is one of the grossest things. Like, yeah. That kind of like, it's like a cherry cordial. Like, granted, I hate cherry I cordials. I have the shivers now. Like, I feel like I, know, I might I feel, have hives. I know, I feel. <laughs> I mean, I have actual hives. I feel hives. like this was really horrible. Um, and I'm really happy that we ate oh, this. Oh, yeah, right yeah, yeah. I was telling a coworker about this, and they were like, this sounds gross. I go, I know, it's disgusting, it's great. And they go, wait, you just said, it's disgusting, it's, it's great. great. I go, yeah, those two things coexist that for this. That should be the Eat the Crude tagline. It's disgusting, it's great. Like, oh my God, it's so bad, it's great. It's, oh, I love it. Melina is like trying to center herself. Here, Melina, tell yourself. I tell myself when I'm having anxiety panic. Yeah. Be here now. Just okay. be here right on now. The ground. Be here right now. Deep breath. <sighs> Everyone, okay. take this journey with us. If you're driving, if you're doing the laundry, uh, what yeah. other podcast activities? You're you're washing the dishes. That's when I listen to podcasts. <sighs> okay. Wow. Imagine you just ate a cherry cheesecake. <laughs> Flavored <laughs> Hershey's bar. Okay, that I hate to harp on. Like, I'm sure people are like, "All right, move on." I'm, move I'm on. sure it's get to costumes, get to Jack's songs that he wrote. Yeah, let's. I'll get past this as you sing your beautiful song. This is. Oh my god, I'm shocked. I am shocked by how horrible that was. 
Um, wow, I did that not was anticipate so that at all. Wonderful. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. I'm really happy with these songs. Okay. Here we go. So now it's, oh, we should close the crew. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can't. We can't do it. <laughs> Let's do it fast. Okay. Wait, crew. Wait, crew. It's crew. It's crew. It's crew. Great. Okay. Well, you wear those sweaters all day, girl, except when you hunt on the train. Will wears a nice jacket to dinner, otherwise he's looking plain. Wearing beanies where the bodies are exhumed. I can't say much about Alana Bloom. I love all of Hannibal's ties. It's the segment costumes. Yeah, and what was that again? What was the tune It's from the Beatles. You better run for your life if you can, little girl. Wow. She was another man, little girl. That's the end of Little You Little Girl. So scared Chica Pops his theme song. Oh yeah, you know, just fine. Thank no, you. No, that was great. Thank you. I was I was excited about that. Um, listening to Rubber Soul, my favorite Beatles album. Um, okay, there's there, there's some decent stuff here. Um, I mean, we open up on Will and the Return of the Skull Cap. The Return of the Beanie. The Return of the Beanie. Um, I believe that's what episode four, the Return of the Beanie. Episode, um, episode nine, Return of the Yeah, <laughs> Return of the Beanie. <laughs> uh, um, and then Jack and his like fedora. Is that a fedora? Yeah, yeah he's got his what kind like of hat. Is that? Yeah, it's like a winter. It's like a winter hat that like mm-hmm. a gentleman would wear. Like that. Ah, that's like the a dandy. My dad does that. I have one of those too, where it's like. It's like it, it's woolen, yes. yet it doesn't cover your ear. So either you're gonna have your ears be cold, or you're gonna wear like the behind the, the head exactly. heat earmuffs move. Right. Yeah, that's like his thing. He yeah. has his like pea coat, but the collar popped up, mm-hmm. very like film noir like, cop. Camel it's very like no, yeah, it's a nice it's color. Nice. It's nice. Um, Alana is rap dress city when she catches Will rehearsing. Oh my god! Just living that rap dress life, She's and then living that like Target, you know, who, who what wear brand realness. <laughs> And then she's got that the red pencil skirt yes. with the pink blouse uh-huh. and then the boots up to her the knee. The knee-high-heeled black it's boots. A good, it's a very, it's a, it's a look. You know, it's, it's a choice. A fi- it's a fine It's like it's her a, signature look, I think, and she's wearing like a belt. I mean, she loves a good belt. She loves a good belt. She loves a good pencil skirt and some knee-high boots. I mean, for those of you, any of you who are listening to this while watching about the first time, Alana Bloom is basic as fuck right now. Get ready for like the turn. Uh, Alana Bloom's costumes in like late season two or season three are gonna be are like the fucking best. The best. The best. When she like her alter ego comes out. Yeah. During her um, in Jack's office scene with the pen pencil skirt, I wrote Will's plaid is basic as fuck. Like normally he's like really like dour mm-hmm. like flannel. This one he's like the orange plaid, and it's like so yeah. like basic bro like just plaid basic shirt, bro. like. Just like yeah. so fucking like um, subpar white man. Just like he's yeah. an he's an SPW man right there. He's a subpar white man. <laughs> That's a, oh, someone on Twitter called him a basic woodsy boy. A basic woodsy boy. Or I something love that. like that. Basic yeah. woodsy bitch I or think something in, like that. In, in our first episode, I used the term lumbersexual, which I regret because he's not lumbersexual. <laughs> he's not lumbersexual. Lumbersexual is like flannel shirt, longer, like Tormund Giant Spain beard. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Kind of hot with the man, but like that, like, mm-hmm. he's not that. Yeah, no. he's yeah, wannabe woodsman, like fisherman chic. He goes like Bass Pro, like he goes yeah, 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 fisherman chic. I like that. Um, here's a, like a controversial opinion. I didn't hate Abby's sweater in the scene with her and Freddie. Was that with, with the gray the gray sweater with the yellow on the yes. outside? Yeah, yeah. That was like fun. I would wear that. She wears sweaters all day long, except for the scene. Like, read my lyrics, guys. Except for the scene in the train with the flashback. She got like you a need jean to post jacket. Your lyrics. 
guys, I should. Um, I delete some of them. I like they're no, no transcribe them, guys. They're on the way. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. <laughs> <laughs> Any stenographers out there? Yeah, she's got like a, she wears like a red cable knit leather. Yeah, that was she cute. She wears like uh, I wrote she's sweater city. Apparently, my yes. thing this entire episode is to write something city, trigger city, wrap dress city. <laughs> Sweater City. I guess that's like what I was living in last night, the headspace I was living in. I love it. I am in love with it. All right. I wrote Freddie with a jacket heart when she's talking with Abby. Oh, yeah. What was Freddie wearing? Did I write down in the dinner sequence yeah, later? Yeah, she was wearing this like, it looked like a velvet green. Green shirt. It was just like, a, I couldn't was tell it if it was t- a shirt or a dress, but it had this tell. like deep V to it. So I was like, mama mia. Was it like double breasted? Like was like one pulled over the I know, other? What was it? That's called a wrap. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking like for a men's jacket, it was double breasted. I, I, I couldn't tell because the, the table sort of cut her off yeah. too too high for yeah. me to tell. But it, I mean, she looks great in green because she's a redhead. Always mm-hmm. looks nice. Um... And Will with a legitimately nice jacket. I thought that at too. dinner. I thought God, a peak he, lapel. He has he, a nice like dinner coat. Who I knew? I would have loved. It's so sweet. It would be so sweet if he like he went out and got that jacket. Like we're gonna have like this, this is after Hannibal already says like we're we're, we're her father's Again, now. Yeah. We go to dinner with her. I should dress to impress. We're like, her I, father's now. <laughs> oh my God. Like, yeah, he definitely went to like Target and just was like, mm, I need a nice like wool. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like seventeen ninety nine. Like I don't know what's Target. Like that's like a J Crew like Ludlow like peak lapel like like the wool. For sure, let's give him blazer. some credit. He went to J Crew. That's fine. I'm, you know, I'm fine with that. You know, and I think a it's a nice. Up. It's a legitimately nice sport coat. I can wear it that. Was. Like he it was surprisingly great. And his jet, his shirt wasn't a flannel shirt. It was like a proper. Oh, no, just like a black button. up Black or button like up, that. gray blazer. It looked good. I, I, Hannibal's outfit in that dinner scene. Oh, that tie. J'adore. Yes, the oh, tie. The tie. Oh my god, the cream and the red like roses or the, the sunburst. It was the just fuck like they were? it was just like large paisley. It was just like a large like large pattern. Oh, it was swirls. beautiful. It looked fantastic. Oh, that's my favorite. Because I'm tie. so over the like tiny paisley pattern. I was like, yes, mm-hmm. give me some bold pattern. Like, give me paisley. that big, mm-hmm. <laughs> that big tie knot with those mm-hmm. big swirls. Oh, it's great. Swirl me, swirl me. Um, yeah, it's 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 such a great look. And I I the, the other handleable thing I noted wearing was the first sequence when he's in Will's off when Will is in Hannibal's office after after losing time. He's got like the. The jacket with the vest and the black pants. And the jacket and the vest mm. were similar colored, but there's no way that Hannibal would be wearing a three-piece suit with not matching pants. pants. Didn't match, right. So it was an interesting look of, like, sport coat, similar colored vest, and then, like, mm. a contrast. Like, the, the whole look of, like, blazer, like, sport coat with a yeah. contrast pants makes sense. Yeah. But it's interesting, like, the color choices he went with there. It was kind of, like, yeah. tan, tannish, brown, and then, like, a dark pant. Here's Have we thought about this before? Does he... Do you think that he like hired a stylist, or do you think that he like ad- he picked all these things out himself? Who mess? Hannibal. Mess oh, Hannibal himself. Hannibal himself. In the, the world character. of the show. Sorry, yes. I thought and then like did Mess Mickelson go? I, this is mess, what I'm wearing. Have you, have you seen Mess dress himself? He wears like he sweatpants. Looks great and, like, yeah, he's he one of those guys who's like, oh my god, he's so great. Um, oh, and that, that, that's a really interesting question. Mm-hmm. Because I could see him going, like, he's in Prague and, like, shopper. stops by, you know, a local, like, you know, sh- cobbler and picks up some, like, beautiful, like, handmade Italian shoes just on his That's own because he can appreciate the yeah. art of them. But, yeah. like, I can also see him, like, having this high-end, like, stylist. I could see him, like, having a guy. 
Like he's yeah. got his guy. He's got a guy. Mm-hmm. And like I bet he's killed a few guys in the in the in the process of finding <laughs> that guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, like he goes mm. to like I don't know why I thought Barney's, but he goes to like a lot nicer store than Barney's. He goes to like yeah. a really nice store. Yeah. Like you know the stylist tailor dude. Yes. And I bet there was a guy who was like an asshole or was rude, and he yeah. ate him, and then he found <laughs> his guy. And I bet he has. Yeah. A person. I, I'm sure he does. Yeah, and it's all bespoke. In like Paris or I, something. You know, it's all bespoke. One hundred. Or London, or like really yeah. nice. Um, yeah. Really nice patterns. Do you think he shops online? God no! Are you kidding me? <laughs> I you think like, he's an Amazon Prime account. I would just love to see like Hannibal like fumbling for his credit card as he's like going through the checkout, like he's applying like, a add to cart, applying a promo code or something. <laughs> <laughs> That I would love. Like, if you buy two more pocket squares, you get free shipping. And he's like, oh, shit, that's a good deal. Oh, all right. Sure, all right. great. You know, Why not? Okay. I love three. I would love that. Yeah. Um, no, and if he, if he buys online, he's, he buys from, like, like boutique vendors, like Etsy oh, yeah. or, like, boutique places. There was a oh, – I haven't right. bought them in years, but I wore bow ties for a while for, for a, kind of a stint of my, like, early adult life, and there was a – Give a shout out to them. There's a company called the Cordial Churchman out of South Carolina. Mm. They like hand make bow ties. You can send them your old ties in. They'll remake them into bow ties. Oh, cute. Really nice stuff. Good pa- good fabrics. Um, different like cuts of a bow tie. Right, right, right. We had them all for my wedding. Um, we had them make the bow ties for my wedding, and then my grandpa and my father and father-in-law had the same pattern in a necktie. Oh, it was cute. great. Good good people. So I would I would buy that Hannibal um, yeah. would like support some so kind of. Like- Place like some that like makes nice it handmade, something yeah. like that. Okay. The store that I that Perry and I get our haircut at, I would I would buy him, getting yeah. from some vendors that would sell to that place. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. Any other costumes? Oh, one thing. When they're yeah. at the psych hospital in the greenhouse with the scrabble board, yeah. his pocket square is popping. Is it? I, it's, can see I wrote it. it's all over the place. It is like high and it's oh, it's up. like flying out. Yeah, it's like a nice like sheen, kind of like goldish orange color. Okay, and it's, so it is it is literally in color popping, but also like it's like vertical. Coming. It's popping out. <laughs> vertical. There's some 3D action oh, to oh, it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's popping out. Okay. Um, I know. I can't. Th- I think. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Jack Crawford's always like Jack Crawford. I know, it's like the dark most boring. Suit, dark shirt. You wear a red shirt. I think when he was a dick to Will. Like, is there a problem? Yeah. Will? Um, yeah, there's a problem. Your suits are boring. Really boring. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got for costumes. Okay. Anything else you have? Do you have anything else? No, that was that was all I had. Okay. All right, great. Let's wrap this up like a wrap dress. <laughs> <laughs> wrap this up like a wrap dress. <laughs> like, like a salt chicken. Wrap it like a wrap dress. Oh, my God. Did that, that voice? Like the chipmunks wrap doing. Wrap it like a wrap dress. All right. Gang twins. Oh, fuck. Did I fucking delete this accidentally? Can I undo? Undo oh, trash no. note. Undo. Oh, 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 oh there God. We go. I was gonna say, the what, phone shake. Was the chipmunk song going to be her closing Holy song? Holy <laughs> shit. And this was, I'm really proud of this one. This is a Hamilton one. Now I've told you before, I must. I'm obsessed with Hanny's dining room. Hannibal has control. Who lives, who dies, who has the best costumes? What's he wearing? What's he wearing? <laughs> Got five guys on Gryffindor. Run. What's he wearing? <laughs> Loser. All right. Wowie, wowie. All, All right. right. So I guess the next scene is um, when when uh, uh, Alana, when Abby digs up 
Nicholas Boyle's face in the snow. I guess she dug him up, right? Or someone else dug. She dug him, she but dug it him was up. unclear because initially I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" Yeah, right. Who's like, who has the pickaxe? Yeah, just. And like, who made it all the way up to North to Minnesota? Like, where did they bury him? Okay, yeah. so she's Ooh, always like breaking out. Point. Apparently, she's always breaking out, which is the thing we find on the next scene. Which Why? Is, again, where do you go? And what sort I, of so, hospital? Sometimes I go to the city. So sometimes I go to the woods. Sometimes I just go out. Sometimes I go from Baltimore to Minnesota. Where he, where Nick Boyle was killed, and I'm assuming that that's why he was buried, unless Hannibal moved the body somewhere closer to Baltimore. I, I and I just want to return to the fact: if she is under some sort of custody, yes, how is she breaking out, and what hospital is just like allowing her to continue to jump the fence without and like she's higher a known security. flight risk? Right, like, we've established this. Why okay. is there not like locks on her windows, or someone standing at her door, or like? Yeah. About, Apparently, oh, she's okay. in like a nice band She's in like a cute, cute house. It is. It's, it's a cute it house. It's so cute. It's a cute like country estate. <laughs> Should not be a certified hospital. That she can just bounce from whenever she wants to. No, but that's a. I didn't think about that. How did she get to Minnesota? Like what? She, like how long was it? This is in the middle of the night. Like what? What? What are we talking about here? Like listeners, please. If I'm missing something, if we're missing something here, please clue us in. She digs up Nicholas Boyle's body. Correct. Yes. Um. She breaks out of the like. So, so we're led to believe that she busts out of the psych hospital, then goes right. digs him up. So where is he buried is the question we need to ask ourselves here. Because she kills him in Minnesota, and Hannibal goes, do it, follow my directions. Right. He's dealt with. Because the alternative, if she's, if he is not buried in Minnesota, then how did they transport his body to wherever he is buried? Yeah, and where is he buried? Like, he was in police custody, he was m- killed. So then, so then, like, what do they do with bodies after that? Like, I guess his family and his family buried Nick Boyle. He's in a cemetery. No, no, no. They thought he just ran away. Whoa, you're right. Okay, so, so he's somewhere. He he's in the dead. woods, yeah. And because she wasn't in a cemetery. She's, he's in the woods somewhere. Right. Somewhere. I'm assuming, assumingly in Minnesota. I'm... Could could one do this in one night? Does she have a time turner? Like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, 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 I just think computing that, I have some serious questions. Yes. Um, and then we get to the scene, which is like, fuck. So Alana's in Jack's office, um, and he is like... I want her to see Nick Boyle's body. I bring it here. Mm-hmm. She's going to ID it. And she's like, you don't fucking need him to ID it. He's like, oh, no, I'm going to see it. Um, he is ice cold. Yeah, again, and Hannibal says it outright. Jack has the look of a man with no interest in any opinion but his own. But he does it. I mean, this was not supposed to be a conversation. Yeah. This was, I want I want her to see Nick Boyle's body because I'm curious as to how she'll react. Mm-hmm. I mean, but he's also nervous about how she'll react. Think about it. Mm. You know? And he says this earlier to her when she's like, I'm going to tell my sort of Freddy. He goes, if you open that door, you can't control what happens then. A.K.A. people are going to start asking questions, and shit's going to be dug up, and it's not just you in this, like, Abby. My yes. ass is on the line, too. Yeah. Sorry if I was un- if I was unclear. I meant I meant to say that um, Jack was curious oh, as, to how, yes. as to how she would yes. react. 100% Hannibal, Jack is curious. Hannibal is realizing that he really has no control over this situation, but of course would like prefer for Abigail to not spill the beans as much as possible because oh, his uh, DNA, as I can imagine, is probably all over this. Maybe. Maybe. Or at least, I mean, his... Anyway, I think he just like doesn't trust her completely that she wouldn't spill all the fucking beans. Definitely. I, but I, I love Hannibal's response to Jack. Earlier in the show when he goes, mm. I trust Will to make up his own mind. Yeah. And in this one he goes, Jack doesn't like, he gives extremely yeah. diplomatic answers. Yeah, yeah. Non-confrontational. <laughs> He's not like yeah. Alana who's like, this is fucking wrong. I'm going on the record here. Yeah. And Jack is ice cold. He goes, you're here by invitation, Dr. Bloom. Don't, don't interrupt me again. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. I mean, that's Jack for you. Yeah. I'm gonna Master of the universe. I'm gonna grab my shotgun and run up on this ambulance. I'm gonna don't you interrupt me again. Yeah. You're gonna do what I say, blah blah blah. And I I I feel like Jack has always been like this because with the Miriam last flashbacks, he's like, Don't back talk me again or whatever. Yes. But I also wonder if Bella's, you know, while this is happening, Bella's going through chemo question mark, you know, we'll find out later, yes, she is. You know, he's losing control of that part of his life. And so I wonder if he's getting more and more like this as a response to that because he's someone who mm. needs control mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he needs to exert his dominance and control and so I wonder if part of it is is that response I mean yeah. I feel like I'm giving him a lot of credit in this episode when yeah. I shouldn't be but I'm I'm just trying to understand his perspective like yeah. you know it's it's not fun to say well he's an asshole like you, you have to try and figure out what is his motivation from his point of view I don't agree yeah. with it no, but it's important to but I also consider. feel like if he genuinely thinks she's a murderer I get why he's doing this Yes, and I would say he definitely generally thinks that she's a murderer. Yeah, and it's like it's ice cold, but I totally get why, from his perspective, he would do this. Yeah. it's She's like, she's losing it. She's like, oh my God, oh my God. and But he's like, guess what? I think you killed this person. Of course I'm going to show you the body yeah, and okay, see what you at, do. At this point, it's, it's just like another data point to him. He's like, I need to, this is just another piece in me building my case against the fact that you probably had something to do with your father's crimes. Well, it's like, like an interrogation. You, to... you show the body to the person in yeah. interrogation room and go, what do you make of well, this? Well, that's what I, I wrote that down because I was like, okay, this could have just been like, show her Nick Boyle's face maybe a little bit longer than you would like and then like get your information. But he continues to ask her questions mm-hmm. at which point I was like, is this an interrogation? Does she have rights? Thank you. At this point, why like, is she a suspect? Then yes, is she under arrest? Right, is she under why arrest? Why can't Alana take Abby? Is she in custody? How about this? Because he goes, "You're by, did you hear by invitation?" Is Abigail not? Not is right. she under again? Whose custody is she in? Correct. Because he brings her in. If, if if I'm Alana and I object to this so strongly, why am I not taking Abigail by the arm and saying, "I'm fucking out of We're, here"? Right. This is a liability. We are out. You, I can't stand right. for this. Abigail's my patient? Question mark. Right. Yeah. I'm like I, I'm I am taking her out of the setting. You don't yeah. have. You can't keep her here. She's not under arrest. Like Therefore, if, I'm bringing her out of here. And if anyone's gonna do that, it has to be Alana. She's the only one who's ever like at least had the space. To like confront Jack or push back at Jack in any way. One hundred percent. So it, that should have been her role. And so that was I. I was I had different questions about this. I was like, okay, maybe is she is she not taking Abby out of it because of some kind of power dynamics of Abigail that we don't get yet sure. in custody or. I was watching Alana's face during Abigail's like Oscar-worthy fucking <laughs> speech she was giving, and I saw I was, I was, like, I was like, okay, is there mm. some chinks? Hmm. Is she noticing some things, or are there doubts that Abby, that, that that Alana is having? Probably. And so she's like, you know, I objected this, but at the same time, let's see how this plays out. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, maybe she went in super confident that Abby was not a part of this and shouldn't be uh, shown Nick's body in this way. But then after she starts yapping, Alana is like, hold up. Well, she says she has reservations about Abby, but then she just says she doesn't have reservations for Hannibal. As in, she trusts Hannibal, trusts her, therefore she trusts Hannibal. Big mistake. <laughs> yeah. Remember what Jack ain't buying what she's selling. Uh, she's giving this fucking speech, no. <laughs> and he's just like smiling at her. Oh, by the way, did you notice that? Okay, first of all, Nick's body is disgusting. Gross! But it had that like thing that we hate. Like the holes the in the holes. body? Yeah, it was like yeah. decomposing with holes. Because like frozen. Yeah. It was all fucked up. It was really disturbing. And how deep was it buried? 
I know it didn't look that deep, right? When she, she like chiseled through the snow, like, and it's like there he is. A foot later, hi, there's his face. Right? Why didn't just like any passerby woodsman find this? Maybe. I, I guess maybe the argument for burying him shallow from Hannibal's perspective is you're out in the woods, you bury him shallow, it'll get picked apart by by fox like it'll get yeah, scavenged it'll point. get fucked up so therefore it kind of tampers with the evidence more so than like if you bury him way deep under the ground that's good that's a good point yeah hmm. or oh, well. it also looks like he just dropped dead from somebody else's accord that's what i was thinking As yeah it looks like maybe buried. he um, yeah ac- got hurt accidentally and just fell over and died rather than being buried six feet into the ground yeah Definitely that makes sense like a murder yeah we're asking questions and we're answering questions you know, on I, this show i love that <laughs> We're really, listeners, we are, this, this is not staged. We are having these yeah. discussions for you. This is full service for you, questions and answers. I've always wondered about having us watch episodes together, and I really don't think we should, because I, I enjoy us coming yeah. to this now yeah. totally fresh. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious if people like realize that, that we don't talk about this episode whatsoever until we turn the mic on, no. really. No, I might text like, I fucking love this episode, or something right. like that. Yeah. So um, if that, some people might be like, "Yeah, it shows," <laughs> but like, that's the reality. Uh, um, okay. I just this is like after she goes right after she goes any reservations I don't have of, about Abigail I don't have about Hannibal. It cuts mm-hmm. to Hannibal going the broken bloodied corpse of a monster. <laughs> so I like just, maybe we should have some. <laughs> I just love the alliteration, broken bloodied corpse. Broken bloodied. Have you seen the Now You See Me movies? Yes. I watched Now You See Me 2 for the first time oh, no. over the weekend, and I, I I had a blast. You know what? You and Perry both had yeah, a blast. Yeah, I said I had a blast watching it. I can't suspend my disbelief. I loved them. It was exactly what I wanted it to be. Good. I loved them both. Good. And I loved Daniel Radcliffe. Sure. For anything. anything. I am so, all in on Danny Rad. I was thinking Rats. about him earlier oh, today man. in the other movies that he did. I was he's so good. He's good. He's like Elijah Wood where like he has so much money from Harry Potter yeah. and it will never stop making money Goodbye. from it. Yeah. So that he can do whatever he wants to now. He's in a play on Broadway now with Bobby Cannavale. He did Equus. Oh, I love Bobby Cannavale. Yes, he's in a play right now with him and it's like, it's, it's like he's just like, and Elijah Wood is like producing these like small indie TV shows yeah. because like guess what? You can. And he's working, he's doing like VR, um, like video games. Elijah Wood yeah. is. Why not? Right. Like, because like you have so much security that you can just do whatever projects you want. Beautiful. And so that's, I love Daniel Radcliffe. I think he's so talented. That's right. He's so charismatic. So I loved him in How You See Me Too. I was like, fuck yes. Give me yeah, more of Daniel Radcliffe. Um, and, but, but there was the, my favorite part is the nonsense of the hypnotism in that movies. Yes. When they just like grab someone by the hand and go, the flubbing, floating, floating, and falling, and falling asleep. Like this yes. insane alliteration. <laughs> And sleep. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, like it's amazing. And so like that, uh, and Dave Franco, who we think might be in the Hannibal universe, we saw D. Franco. Yeah, yes, that is canon. He is in the Hannibal universe. Which means that the How Did You See Me universe is also (laughs) in the same. The Horsemen. The Horsemen (laughs) all see Hannibal. Amazing. Um, so like the broken bloody cars made me think of that. Okay, so, I love that. Um, and th- this is an interesting. I love this, this interaction between Hannibal and Abby because Abby is like, yeah, I, I fucking dug him up. I was worried about when they were gonna find agitated. him. I just I let them find him, and the sound again. The sound in this is so beautiful, but the sound of Hannibal just slowly walking up to Abigail. Mm-hmm. The floorboards are like slightly creaking, and you mm-hmm. hear his like beautiful Italian shoes just like knock, knock. Mm-hmm. Not as he gets closer to her, and he's saying something to the effect of like, you know, this isn't just you and this. Like, I, you've betrayed me. What are we gonna do? You know what I'm capable of, right? 
I was shocked. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing. He's the devil. And he had those, like, dead shark eyes, too, where, like, it's nothing but pupil, and you're like, uh, yeah. just frozen. It's like a doll's eyes. It's a shark's eyes turn black like a doll's eyes. <laughs> and then, you know, so then he bites you, and it rolls up weight. What is? What are you Some doing? Some Jaws. You mentioned the dark shark eyes. Oh. You ever seen Jaws? I've seen Jaws. I, I don't that. remember the quotations It's the from Robert Jaws. Shaw does the, the whole speech about getting bitten oh. by a shark. Oh, like, oh when they're in the classroom or whatever? No, they're they like on the boat talking oh, about sorry. sharks. I thought you were talking about whenever he first, like, he, like, nails on a chalkboard or whatever. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Oh, God, that movie's so good. It's good. And then, then Charlie Day does that whole speech in uh, <laughs> Always Sunny. You ever seen a rat? I've seen a rat take a man. And then Dennis is like, what are you doing? Are you doing Jaws? I don't have time for this shit right now. I love Always Sunny. The newest season is so good. I need to Are you watch watching? it. I need to watch it. I've never seen Always Sunny like through like one, In two, real three, time. four, five. No. Or like just continuously. I like just bounce around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the show, but I love the show so much. Okay. We should keep going. Okay. Um, and then we got Old Man Wells. We find out that this was the guy who all of these murders in the totem pole were like accidental deaths. No one knew. Yeah. And Will's like, all murders. Again, like CSIT, we're skipping over this whole thing because it's a lot of exposition. Just, they're like, yeah. blah, 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 these people are connected. You know, you'll yeah. find the connection eventually. Yeah, they're all murders. And who did the very first one? That's the most important one was the crime of passion. That was the motive. He's the guy who did it. Yeah, and the um, first murder and the last murder would be connected. And mm-hmm. we find out that they think the last murder is the son of the first person murdered. what the killer thought. That's what Actually, the killer thought. it's his son, and he got shook if by... Ba-boom! <laughs> He was speechless at the end. So, yeah, Jack and Will roll up to this old man's house. Knock, knock, knock. Mm-hmm. It's open. Just, oh, door's open. We're Bags, waiting for boxes you. Boxes are packed. And he's just chilling on his lazy boy. And he's like, hey, yeah, I, I let you I let you find me. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Glad to see you Prison's going to be a paradise compared to the old folks' home I can afford. Right. I was like, talk about an entitlement program. If it's like programs. Morgan Freeman's prison and Now You Can See Me Too, which has a flat screen TV. Oh, I thought you were talking about Shawshank Redemption. Oh, I no. Say no, I'm thinking Now You Can See Me Too. Morgan Freeman's prison cell in a federal prison has a flat screen TV, internet access. He's doing webcasts. And I was Hayworth like, poster. what the fuck world is this? I'm on board for this world. <laughs> but yeah. what world is it? Are you, are you watching the most recent uh, season of Daredevil? No, I need to. I've fallen off all the Netflix uh, okay. uh, Marvel shows. I need to okay. get back into them. Well, they've canceled um, Iron Fist and they've canceled Luke Cage. Yeah, I heard from Blight that Iron Fist is like boring, but like you got to watch to understand. It's nonsense. Whatever. And Luke Cage is a bunch of respectability bananas. <laughs> I, I can't stand watching Luke Take Cage. Take My favorite part of Luke Cage are the villains. I can't stand Jeez, the, the character. That actor is fucking so awesome. So good. Yes. Speaking yeah. of actors, the guy who plays Old Man Wells yeah, kills good. it. Yeah, right? Creepy. The, 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 this is what I feel like, this is a, what makes Hannibal so good. I mean, the writing is great, the design, but it's the casting. Like, yeah. top T to B, from Hugh, Larry, and Hanny, and Jillian, like everybody, but yeah. all the way down the, the totem pole. Everyone <laughs> oh, no. crushes it. Yeah. You know, yeah. they bring Freddie, she crushes it. They bring this old guy and crushes it. The CSI team nails it. Yes, the creepy pharmacist guy crushing it. Yes. Like, everyone kills it in this show, which is why it's so good. Raul Sparks, like, they, they these guys would kill it. Yeah. Because um, a lot of them, I feel like, uh, you know, we said that Brian Fuller, uh, I think this was one of Anne's notes, Brian Fuller loves musical theater. Raul Sparza, there's a lot of theater people. Yeah. Hugh Dante's, Lawrence Fishburne, they, these are theater actors. Yeah. And, like, they kill it. Yeah. It's so good. Um, I love so speaking of this old man he, they're asking him you know blah 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 why'd you do it why'd you kill him mm-hmm. and he said 
I had every reason to kill them. Yes. They had no reason to die. Yes. I was like, whoa, that is some like philosophy 102 formal logic shit. I like, know. I had to okay, think about that. If a me. dog is an animal and the cat is an animal, are all dogs cats? No. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whoa. Holy moly. I know. I you know, had to like think about it for a second. Yeah. Like, that was so interesting. Like, I had every reason to kill them, as in, like, I have the ability to kill them. Therefore, what I have. N- yeah. Therefore, I can. I can, therefore, I should. I don't know. Yeah, it was It was like, yeah, I can, therefore, I should, and it didn't matter who. Like, no. they weren't really my concern. It was that I could, yes. and I did. That's what he got off on. He got off on the fact that he killed somebody. Yeah. doesn't matter who it was, no motive, no whatever, whatever. I, I killed this person. I guess except the first and last person were like people that, mm-hmm. like, he had any sort and, of And, like, he's, like, to. getting off. I'm like, you know that energy at a funeral? When you know, when you, that, that, yeah. that, that ball of energy. When you feel like you, no one else knows you're, you're holding the widow's hand and you know that you're the one who put him in the grave. Ugh. Like, he's right. might as well be and like, Larry's Ugh. like, no, Larry's I don't like, know. No, but I love Larry because Larry's like, I deal with cycles all day. Larry's like smiling. Yeah. Larry's like, okay. And why did you do that? Well, he's like, Hell, one in the bag. Thank she's you. She's like, oh, okay. This is not what I expected to happen. <laughs> No. All right. Okay. And yet, if it's not what they expected to happen, and yet they rolled up to his house by themselves, again, like no backup. I would have loved if he had a shotgun in his hand. I think because they knew the guy was old. Because they, yeah, cause they had the guy's name, and they're like, this guy's old. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, and right, like we were talking about old man. How did he lift that totem pole? I, I, I have I no know. idea. I have no idea. Um, so, yeah, and, and then Will goes to see Nick Boyle's body. So somehow Will is starting to have doubts. Yeah. Right? He's like... If I see his body, I'll do my crazy shit, and then I'll know who killed Nick yeah, Boyle. Yeah. And then, uh-oh, he realizes that it was a lot of bloom. Uh, not a lot God of bloom. God damn it. <laughs> Abigail Hobbs. I did this. The A names. The or Abby and yeah. Abby. Like, sorry. Yes, it was Abigail who did it. Uh-oh. So then he goes to confront Hannibal about it. And this is a great sequence. Oh Hannibal gosh, listening to Bach. I, I watch with subtitles. I so too, So it's like yeah. so-and-so C minor Bach. And I was like, okay, listening to Bach. That means something. <laughs> No, and this this was so interesting because it's, and it's so important. It was the first time Hannibal pulled that veil back a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes. Because he very well could have he could have been like, no, I didn't. Oh, oh, wow, Abby killed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had no clue. And yeah. he, he instead said, yeah, I helped her dispose the body. Oh, I think he was a gambit. It was a gambit. It was like it was like. Did he do that before or after he goes? Have you already told Jack Crawford about this? No, no, no. He said. Hannibal or Will says, "Did you know?" And he says, "Yes." yes. And Will says, "How did you know?" And he said, "Because I helped her dispose the body." Will says, "Well, not very well." And then he says, "Have you told Drac Crawford?" Which is because, the test. Which is no, no, no. In my eyes, that was. Should we consider? Could, should we keep going with this conversation, or should I run, or or should you die, and should I run? Which is what I was saying. The test as like because if you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. Keep on. Wait, have you told Jack Crawford? Because if you have, you're dead and I'm gone. Yeah. Or if you have not, let's keep this going. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. What's yeah, up? Exactly. Let's talk. It's a, that's the moment where he goes, okay, what are we dealing with right now? Yeah. Am I going to have to watch my back? Am I going to have to kill you and get the fuck out of here? Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's interesting he kind of says clean. I feel like there was a beat he took. Mm. Yeah, I did. I think he's just like looking at Will and going... I'm already Doing in the, enough like, with numbers you, around the head and I think equations. Jack, you've already become. And this is when it really is like, it really solidified the turn against Jack. Mm. I think Hannibal's already been reading Will's frustration with Jack, his like the disillusionment. He's going, Jack doesn't get me. All this stuff, and he goes, 
okay, I can let you in on this, trusting that mm-hmm. you're going to be on my side. Mm-hmm. And he convinces him. Yeah. We're her fathers now. I drew two little, <laughs> I drew two little people, and oh, like no, no, all no, I had no. in my hand was like, you know, it was like the station wagon. Well, it's got a station wagon from like the game of life. Yeah. Two little blue sticks in the front seat of the car, oh. and then a little pink stick in the back seat of the car. <laughs> That's the family. That's it. Right. <laughs> He's just trying to build that family. You get Abby on your side. You let her in on a secret. You get Will in it. Yeah. That was a I, passionate I plea he gave to Will. Oh, yeah. And that firm hand on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Mamma mia. Oh, yeah. That, uh, yeah. That The shoulder touch, prolonged shoulder touch. Well, I wonder a, if he gave him a squeeze. <laughs> just that, like, church squeeze, you yeah. know? <laughs> um, right before the shoulder touch, he asks, do I need to call my lawyer? Yeah. Who the fuck is Hannibal's lawyer? Oh, what I, kind of person is that? I feel like if you're that level of a psychiatrist, you have these clients and you're that well off, I'm sure you have some kind of represent some some lawyer yeah. in case of malpractice suits, in case yeah. of blah, blah, blah. But they've got to be a fucking shark, I can imagine. Like, don't you think? Oh, 100%. For Hannibal to trust them as like in, for his, with his life, essentially. Are you a fan of the Buffy universe? Angel I Buffy? I never, never got into uh, okay. it. Yeah. Nerds. I, I would love it if Hannibal's law firm was Wolfram and Hart. That's for you guys. There you go. That's all um, for you. That's like the crazy law firm that like literally is right run by like the head. devil in Angel. Oh, okay. Wolfram and Hart. Wolfram and Hart. They're like like demons are like the partner. Like the partners won't be mad at this. Like, And so I would love that. It was like uh-huh. if there was a – unfortunately, it's Brian Fuller, not Joss Whedon. Otherwise, I would be like, yes, right. this is the same universe. Right. Um, but I would just love that. <laughs> that's funny. Um yeah, the shoulder touch, and yeah. then we have a dinner sequence, where Yay. where that veggie plate looks like. I love how when Freddie goes, "This is the best salad ever." There's no way she's being serious, right? Because that veggie plate looked like shit. It didn't look great. No. With the weird cut up like whole veggie, whatever that thing that was, with like, the leaves right. of some greens. I can only imagine. Hopefully, he like seasoned it really nice or something. I or what like, kind of dressing he used? Uh, yeah, uh, Hidden Valley Ranch. Craft. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like it was a, what it looked like, and this is a we're at hour thirty in. This is aggression, but I have to say this. So this the, the veggie plate he gave. My first thought was it looked like what we what my wife Blythe got when we were in Paris ten years ago on a weekend thing from our from our studying abroad, and she was a vegetarian at the time. And Paris is not a very vegetarian friendly city. No. Um, London is, but Paris is not. And we were there, and we didn't know any fucking French. And we were like, oh, I'm a vegetarian, no meat. And he goes, okay, final vegetable plate. And he brings her this vegetable plate. And it's like these, like, nonsense of vegetables on a plate, like, steamed. It was total bullshit. Right. And I was like, that looked like to me. He's yeah, like, yeah. okay, what do I got? What vegetables can I throw on a plate together? Yeah, he was like, oh, all right, I can't. Like, you can't have my perfectly braised beef or whatever they were eating. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Who it knows? was human, but, you know, oh, it was, right, right, right. <laughs> I'm saying. it wasn't beef. Quote, unquote, <laughs> beef. Um, yeah, it didn't look great, but she, um... I mean, I mean, I mean Abby knows that Will knows, though. That was when Abby's like, oh, shit, Will yeah, knows. And some she knowing said, looks from across the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. When Han- I, I have so much to say about then the dishwashing scene. The last scene yeah. was when, I guess the flashback's the last scene, but the when they're in the kitchen together. Yeah. It's so wonderful. The, the confession moment. The confession and her, like, crocodile tears and him, like, gently, like, holding... Oh, his holding- chin... His chin his work chin on, on her his head. Chin work. Then he puts his cheek on her head. Then he puts his chin back on her head and then rubs his chin on her head. It, his chin work is crazy. You're right. That's Oscar worthy chin work right there. Yes. Will and I will protect you. Right. Hello, killer dads. Mm-hmm. Also, think about this. She goes, I helped him. He goes, I can't hear you. 
that's some like again that's some parent shit when you're like sorry and I can't like, hear I you. can't hear What'd you. What'd you say? I said sorry. Okay, great. For, sorry for what exactly? Sorry for not going to bed when I said I was going to. I hope you were going to say sorry for helping my dad murder all these women. Sorry for all my, I I lured them in and he killed them. Sorry. I was the honeypot. Whatever. Whatever, mom. God. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Like that. I I can't hear you. Huh? Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I got a little bit shook. Your huh to me was amazing. Sorry. <laughs> you know who does a good huh is Perry. Really? He, like good like fake huh. I yeah. buy that. Yeah. Yeah, I buy that. And he's just trying to get you to repeat yourself because huh? you know it's gonna. <laughs> what? <laughs> and you're like shut up. <sighs> oh, that's so great. Wait, and what's the what's the flashback? It's oh. the the train. So right. Garrett, GJH, and Abby are on the train, and this this you know plain but pretty black haired girl sits yeah, down. Wind and Garrett's like, That's says nothing. He's like he looks at her and looks at Abby, and Abby's like, <laughs> he looks at her, and he's like, yeah, go for it, go for it, and then she goes and sits down. And th- this is like, I don't care for Garrett Jacob Hobbs at all. No. Um, but he's crushing in this scene, like just just, just his mm. face acting. He says no lines, I don't think, no. and he's just like sitting there watching her smiles, and then kind of like tilts his head back and is like, yeah, oh yes, creep, just like fucking dark. This this actor does a lot of Garrett Jacob Hobbs actor does a lot of work for someone who literally dies in the first episode. The first episode, yeah, and only sort of shows up to say one word occasionally, <laughs> and then clap, and then claps. And Love your gif, by the way, on Twitter. Thank, thank you. Yeah, if you haven't checked out our Twitter, I put together Orson Welles clapping, Shia LaBeouf clapping, and Garrett Jake Pops clapping. It's a good look. It's just some reference on reference on reference. On reference. You. How's that cherry cheesecake? Uh, it, <laughs> how's that sitting? It has been haunting me. We have the rest of the bar sitting right here in front of our microphone, and I've been wanting to throw this in the trash can this whole time. It's, Anyone it's, you don't like at work, you can give it to? It's... Good idea. Um, uh, oh, a brother is there. Um, <laughs> it, it is not. It's sitting fine, but man, initially going down, I was like it was shaking. Bad. It was not. It was good. yeah, Melina. For those of you, you'll see a video on Twitter at F Butcher's Pod um, of me eating it Jack, and, yeah. and, and and dying. Uh, Melina was like really struggling. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry you won't get to enjoy that, but just imagine it. You know. Yeah. Okay. This is going in the trash can. Okay. Well, so, anything else? You wanted to hit upon? I'm gonna have one of the more of these maple candies because it. it's in front of me. Um, no, you know, I just want to say again, like, thanks for listening, and yes. uh, I hope you're enjoying this on November sixth, and I hope that whatever local elections you have going on are going okay, and that Oof. you're holding it together, yep. and that you voted again. Please, I just want to reiterate. I know we talked, we harped on that in the beginning. We should rate this episode. Yes, we should rate this episode. Um, okay, I'll go. I'll go first. Um, you know, for as much. Abby, as we had in it, I didn't hate it. Yeah. Um, I think that it was a crucial episode mm. in the turning point of the relationship between Will and Hannibal. Um, yeah, it was wild. The totem, the totem pole situation. I'm not sure where it fit in. It felt like just like a we just needed a crime to work on while mm-hmm. we talk about some other stuff sort of situation. Yeah. So I think I'll give it a nine. I feel confident in that. We had Freddie. God, okay. anytime Freddie shows up, I'm sold. Um, I'll give it a nine. Nine. Uh, 
Man, I really did like. See, I write mine down on my notes. Did you? Okay, I did not um, think about this prior. Um, Maybe some nine uh, knee-high boots. Nice. Yeah, it's a good one. That feels right to me. Yeah, this is a really good episode. I mean, story-wise, it's so important. Right. And it's funny the like murder of the weeks like thing. um, I don't hate it. I actually really enjoy it. It's a fun like way to get them doing things while also exploring other other issues. It gets them talking about something else to while also to work on something. Like and the murders are so fun. Like, they're so crazy. Like, fun. They're so crazy. They're crazy. Like, yeah. with the Tobias one and that, you know, and then this fucking thing. Right. And the angel. Like, I was like, alright, I'm on board. Cool. yeah. I'm on board for this nonsense. Like, this crazy murder, like, thing of yes. bodies. Great. I'm on the like, ride. Let's go. You know, and so I enjoy that. You know, but this didn't, it's, it's funny. Uh, I actually read this lower than you, and I'm going to stand by what I wrote mm. last night because I was just in the moment. And it, I really enjoyed this episode, but it didn't hit me on the, like, fuck yeah, this episode's amazing, like some yeah. of the past few did, especially yeah. Fromage, especially Sorbet, yeah. where I just was like, I'm in every single second. Right. Um, lots of great plot development, but not, but not, it just didn't have that thing that hit me. So I'm going to give it 7.9. Interesting. Um, Is that your se- lowest rating, or no? No, I think I gave it 6.5 to, like, Potage or some shit like that yeah. earlier yeah. on. Um, 7.9 uh, out of 10 Scrabble boards. Nice. I want to know if they're playing Scrabble. I want to know what those it's words just, were. <laughs> yes. And also, what was Hannibal drawing? Do we know what he was drawing? Oh, yeah. When he had the scout. He was just sketching um, when, uh, when Will, Will came up? in the yeah. end, toward the end of the episode. Huh, I'll have to go. I'll yeah, have to check listeners, go back and let's find out. I want to know if it comes back or if it was important. Um, yeah, I couldn't tell. Me neither. Um, okay, great stuff. Cool. This will probably be our longest yet. I think you know what, guys, just get used to the fact that this is going to be the length now with eat the, eat the crude and yeah. the who we kill. You know, we're not going to censor ourselves. I know we've had no. some people saying fuck time limits, but we're trying to keep it keep it semi regulated yeah right um i don't listen to podcasts that are this long so i'm surprised if you've made it through this i love you i listen to how this get made which can be this long it can't yeah that's true and gilmore guys is regularly longer than this which i feel like is probably the most closest analog to what this episode yeah the show is based off of i guess right and from the, in the sense of like structure or lack thereof, yeah. Um, I feel whatever. Like this, is, this is our life now. I, I'm not really apologizing for it. Like, no. we're this, this is the content we're presenting, and if you enjoy it, we love you. And if not, okay. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's what I'm gonna say. Absolutely. <laughs> um, like we said in the trailer, this is not our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> no. So you can follow us, and please do at F Butcher's Pod on Twitter. Interact with us; we will happily interact back with you. Um, Please uh, rate, subscribe, follow us, SoundCloud, uh, mm-hmm. iTunes. Again, thank you so much for those of you who are listening. Our website is theethicalbutchers.com. You can get links to SoundCloud on there and Twitter and everything else like that. Um, our email is ethicalbutcherspodcast at gmail.com. Those of you who have emailed us, we respond back. We love getting in dialogue with you guys. Yeah. We appreciate everything you guys send to us. It, it It's blowing my mind that even the the numbers of people who are listening right now are even listening to this. Like, yeah. thank you guys so much. Like, I can't, I can't even overstate that. It's crazy. No, it, I, I'm consistently shocked because we, like, record it and put it out into the world, and I just always think that it's, like, not a thing. It's a thing that we do. It's a thing that we do, and then people respond back to us because they have listened, and I'm like, oh. It's wonderful. That's great. Um, record, mix, planned, edited, all that by us. Or maybe not planned. No. Lack of planning. I love that we say mixed because it makes us sound more professional. Uh, What does it even mean? I don't even know what mixing is. Let's be clear. We hit record. We we start talking. We stop talking. We hit 
not record anymore, and then we post it. And the only editing we do is if one of us needs to go to the bathroom mid-show, which a few episodes ago, we didn't even edit out. <laughs> this time, we might have edited it out. Yes. Can you tell whenever we took a bathroom break? That would be an amazing test. <laughs> um, yes, but, but whatever it is that we do, we put it together, you and me, Jack and Melina. Um, a theme music by Sean Hills, and our logo design is by John Larson. And I want you guys to guess who's holding the nose, who's holding the the ear. Like, is that one of us? Oh. Those each of us? Oh, and our logo. Yeah, who's which? Which hand is holding the the nose, and which hand is holding the the ear in our logo? Um, and why? Ooh, yeah. Give us <laughs> your your say? dissertation as to what that says about us <laughs> as hosts. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, Love you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I hope you have a wonderful election day, and I hope the world does too. We'll t- we'll catch you on the flip side. Wow.